Here we fucking go. We're here, man. Hell yeah. We're dude. back. We uh we fucked up last time. One of our mics sounded like we were speaking to Matt through the fucking closed bathroom door. For a split second I was I thought about convincing people like that's just dude, you can't trap Matt into one universe at the you know what I mean? <laughs> I was calling from a payphone. <laughs> <laughs> He's ephemeral, dude. You're you're lucky to we had to fucking seance him into the room. <laughs> I was like the dude from Power Rangers, the big floating head, just fucking <laughs> YouTube. He on out on us. <laughs> oh dude, imagine like when you're dead and people are contacting you on a Ouija board, how great you're gonna be through that. Oh, that'd be so fucking fun. That'd be so fun. My he spirit. says it's tight. <laughs> 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 my whole my thing's being a ghost. T S I G H T. I was so sick. That I used to talk about how that was my ideal job, just like Patrick Swayze set up, just like <laughs> watching my friends do something like nice. How do you get paid? I don't know, man. It, it's I, that's kind of the well. You're dead. Too. Just taking over Whoopi Goldberg's. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. That's the one drawback. I don't know. You can make it work. I'd be a pretty good spirit. I. You already are, if you ask me, dude. <laughs> Bound for the spirit realm. Do you walk on the ground? I feel like you're a big hoverer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, hoverer. <laughs> I don't. I do walk on the ground. I just rarely pay attention. I've <laughs> almost got run over like three times this year. <laughs> like full walk out into a street. And I'm like, <laughs> I walk strictly on sunshine. That's you look like dude. it. You are fucking glowing today, buddy. I, I don't know what incredible. you're doing, yeah, but I'm happy you, you to are. see it, man. Dude, it's this is the new me. Get Tell used us to about it. the new you. I don't. I don't, dude. The system. All I can say is the program's working. Mm-hmm. Break it down. What's the program? Well, I again, I, I credit you. I've been following your systems for a while with you know microdosing and and Mike. One big thing I took from you was um, and I got I get people reach out to me about this, but the um, when you when you talk about your wigger past and when I'm like how do you, how do you talk about and the one thing that people get back to me is when you say like that's not me anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm learning to let go of the fucking baggage and I'm I'm forward facing at all times and now shit's like starting I feel like a new farmer and like at the first harvest I didn't buy any like the equipment to actually like collect the shit that I planted mm-hmm. so now I'm just dude I'm surrounded by bounty and I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know this was all gonna <laughs> crop up around me dude I didn't know I was gonna have a field full of corn <laughs> so, well you had a lot of Amish help <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm like. I, I, I told you earlier today, like, I feel like I got speed wobbles, like shit's going so well that I feel like I'm going to go off the rails. So now I'm just trying to stabilize and maintain. And, uh, I, dude, so much fucking cool shit is happening now that I'm not a fucking, uh, a dweller now that I'm not a backwards facing fucking baby anymore. Wow. <laughs> dude shot a commercial last week where I got to smash a computer and a desk with a sledgehammer fucking sickest thing i've ever gotten paid for in my life <laughs> yeah it's pretty tight found out i'm getting my fucking purple belt next weekend yes damn complete dude we've been talking about like setting goals short term and long term i told uh i've been sharing my weekly goals with you obviously and uh, you know some of them on the cast but i talked to my wife like two weeks ago i was like a year from now so uh in jujitsu like and also I do understand that no one wants another fucking comedy bro talking about doing jujitsu on a podcast. I get it. Dude, too bad. Don't, I understand. Too bad. Dude, this you're is dealing with it. Also, no, because it's like, do you, do you think, no, because in the end, you should just, it should be a normalized thing where everyone does martial arts. I think so too. Just like everyone should read. Everyone should fight. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that shouldn't, that, you know, I hear you on that too. I always fall out 
I just yeah, you know what's funny it. about jujitsu is uh, if you just go to classes and you don't even like get that good or learn that much about it, but you like put honest effort into it, your average person who would start a fight with you. Uh, if you just control them physically for like 30 to 60 seconds, they will just start vomiting. I found that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, man. If you do like for a month, you're better than 90%. Yeah, if, if you just go to jiu-jitsu classes like three times a week for a month, two months, like to the point where you it feels easier going up steps, you can beat up 99% of the population <laughs> just by not letting them beat you up for 30 seconds. Dude, to your uh, child martial arts point... Um, I doubt you remember this just because you say eight billion funny things throughout the course of the day. <laughs> uh, Tim and I, when uh, Doko Proper was going on, we were convinced that everything was going to work out. And at one point, we were just talking about like what new things we would introduce into our lives and how they would be different. And one of the things that Tim said he wanted to have once the show got picked up was that he wanted a a Russian child security team <laughs> where all the kids would wear tracksuits and follow him wherever he went. Like He wouldn't have any adult security. It would just be oh. dead-eyed Russian children. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I always, I always have a fantasy of a like a really obese Asian lady driving me everywhere on a motorcycle. <laughs> and I just fucking hold on tight to her and just fucking. Where would you hold on? Wherever just pants doesn't matter. Yeah, I would just belt with nine hundred cc rickshaw. I would just hold her pockets. I'd funnier her pockets and fucking. Can you imagine fantasy. someone trying to fuck with me and then a bunch of kids just start throwing rocks at them in tracksuits? Yeah. Dude, oh, dude. That's a fucking yeah. rule. <laughs> you imagine pulling up the guard later and I just pull away and I'm just kissing a lady's, lady's neck as she fucking drives away. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I would hickey her the whole time. She pulled off. I'll just be like... Oh. <laughs> I'll pop, jump everywhere with a fucking boner. <laughs> Like never-ending story. Like <laughs> you're riding her, basically. Did you ever see the Aerosmith Amazing video? Mm. It's it's like where they was make that out. a late hit for them it's or an early hit? I think it's a late. Hit. I think it's a later hit, but it's like basically a guy's riding, a girl's riding backwards, basically. So the guy's forward facing, and the girl's riding backwards, and making out with him. Didn't Kanye life. do that too? Probably. Did Kanye it's steal <laughs> that from Aerosmith? <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah. That's what's up. You see his new video where he drives like a big snow tank no. through North Dakota. No. <laughs> no, all man. the video is him just driving a humongous snow vehicle with his dad. That's sick. It's nice. a whole video. Is his real it. dad in the in the video? Yeah, it's his dad. Oh, that's it, nice. It's tight. Wow, it's awesome. He's on the. I'm telling you, Conway's on. Or Conway. Conway. Kanye's on the positivity vibe, dude. Yeah, people are people already hate him too much. They're not going to listen to anything he says. You know what I mean? Good for him because he's gonna he's gonna feel good for the rest of his life, but he can't share it because he's he, everyone hates him now. I mean, no, but he picked up a whole new realm of just Christians now. Uh, We're like, oh, finally, my Lord and Savior. There's a deep pool. Dude, is this a long con to shake people out of religion? Is that what he's doing? No way. Kanye is a Christian, bro. Are you sure? For sure. Christian. He he was working for the devil his whole life. Now he's (laughs) he's getting up his Christian scorecard. I, I know that's what he's saying, but is it? No, you can mm, see it in his face. No I way, think he's dude. Legit, There's man. no. Well, remember because he went MAGA hat for. He's still you know, MAGA hat. Is he? I thought he was like this was all a ploy to to open conversation. You know, dude, whatever the fucking same rich people thing say. Happened. I think the same exact time me and Kanye bo- both watched Peterson. Kanye got caught watching Peterson on his laptop. <laughs> now he's doing gospel album songs. I'm in social work school. He fucked people up. Hmm. Peterson quaked people, dude. He got me. <laughs> I know. Kanye. The now. funny thing is, like, <laughs> there are people that just follow him and like they want to see like liberals get owned in YouTube videos. I know. But like, uh, there's a big section of people that like he shook loose and they just found their thing. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you found social work. I found, I don't know. I'm not there yet, but. Fucking well, I might belt. get kicked out of it. The fucking yeah, we'll purple. Are you, <laughs> you really? had a good run. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I just might get like, dude, shoved in the closet. Th- this is just Obi Wan shit. They strike you down, you become more powerful mm-hmm. than they could ever yeah, imagine. It can't, you know. I'm not, I'm not even sweating it. You could read in the closet, mm-hmm. dude, for sure. Yeah. I think you already have everything you need from them. They're just you're just waiting on a piece of paper. Thirty fucked up and told me you can just call yourself a psychotherapist. Game over. I was like, <laughs> sweet. They're like, oh, we shouldn't have said that. And I was like, well, all right, now yeah. I'm chilling. So, the two backs. Internet yeah. internet therapist. Dude. Dude, <laughs> if it, if it, like if your life was a movie, as soon as he was like, uh, I shouldn't have said that. When the camera cut back to you, it would have been an empty chair slowly spinning. You're already walking out the door. <laughs> Fuck that. So you're worried about the other foot dropping? Uh, no, I'm I'm actively not. I'm nice. definitely I'm definitely not. Dude, I have I talked about how I never enjoy anything. Yeah. Like when yeah, so when Delco was building up, like every time like we've all, we've done cool shit or almost done cool shit, I haven't enjoyed it because I've just been like waiting for it to fall apart, and now I'm just like, oh, this is sick, and I'm already like, well, what's the next sick thing gonna be? And uh, again, probably seems obvious to people, but it doesn't matter now. Um, so yeah, purple belt, dude. I thought I was gonna get it. I was, dude. That was my one year goal. So when you're in jujitsu uh, school. They have like scheduled like promotions, so you get upgraded to blue belt, then purple belt, then brown belt, then black belt, and uh, ours is coming up. Me and Mike train at the same place. Ours is coming up on the twenty third, and I've been a blue belt. So I stopped training in two thousand six, shortly after I got my blue belt, or two thousand seven. My wife and I, or my girlfriend at the time, Mary Jo, we bought a house. It was expensive. Jiu-jitsu school is expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's like one hundred and thirty bucks around that, but yeah, we were like twenty two and bought a house and it was rough so i uh i stopped training we started a family dude i've had a a rich family life since then but i haven't been doing my fucking favorite thing until a year ago i signed my kids up for jujitsu they fucking throw me in to help out with the kids they start training me dude the last year i've just been fucking working my dick off getting beat the fuck up but i love it it's my favorite thing in the Mm -hmm. world Lost 60 pounds. Didn't even try to. Yeah, I fucking got in the best shape of my life just doing my fucking hobby. And uh, so now I'm back up to speed. Like I, when I started again, I was like terrible at it, like super rusty. And then um, so, yeah, I told my wife, I was like, next November, they're going to do promotions again. I'm getting a fucking purple belt. And then uh, they they like send out an email with like a list of everyone that's getting promoted. And when I scrolled down, I was genuinely shocked to see my name <laughs> under the purple belts. And it was one of the coolest feelings of my entire life, like a genuine, pleasant surprise where I wasn't like, you know, looking out of squinty eyes like maybe they'll get me. I was genuinely like, I'm going to put in the work and I'm going to be on the next year. Let's see who of my friends is getting fucking promoted. And dude, instant full body sweat, (laughs) like eyes welled up. I had like, oh man, I can't, I can't describe the feeling. It felt so fucking cool. And my instinct was to be like, I don't deserve this. I'm not ready. Yeah. Like a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Instantly squashed it. Like I felt it coming. I was like, nah. Yeah, dude. Nah. Like I fucking work hard. This is sick. I'm excited. I'm not going to do that fucking fake humble shit or even real humble shit. I'm, I'm just fucking pumped that I'm being uh, rewarded for fucking trying really hard at something. Yeah, it's a grueling process. Oh, absolutely. But uh, it's fun. Yeah, it is. I'm saying the belt, like, I'm a one-strike white belt. Dude. So. <laughs> that strike took a lot. I remember I, I yeah. had to, like, 
choke somebody in front of the instructor. And I was like, uh, when you finally tap someone out for the first time, it's just like, isn't that an incredible feeling? That was my problem where I would be like, I don't want to go too hard on people. So I'd be like, I don't want to fucking, this guy's going to think I'm an asshole. I'm going to start like choking him too hard. And he's going to be like, Hey, what the fuck, man? Yeah. There's a, there's a million insecurities that you learn and then unlearn as you get through like different like levels of it. And it's like, you, you train with women. You're like, Oh, how, how hard do I go? Is she comfortable with this? And like, it, you know, I train with kids. I, I like, I help kids spar. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also six, two and 200 pounds, but, uh, I've, I've found ways to like do it safely, not hurt them. It doesn't matter, dude. I've been fucking working my fucking ass off and now I'm getting something for it. That's what's up. So now next Saturday, there's going to be two hours of just people fucking beating me into the ground. Oh yeah. I forgot. They do it like that. Yeah. They basically just, they put you in a terrible situation and then they rotate people who are like taking breaks and resting into just fucking beating your ass. And it's fun, mm-hmm. and there's no pressure. Because, well, there's pressure to fucking work it, but it's already earned, dude. True. It's already this, mine. this is just a humbling. This is kind this of like is a like, humbling ceremony. Yeah, show like show how you can fucking do it, and uh, that feels fucking great. Sid the kid's gonna be there, dude. He's, he's getting promoted too. Sid, we'll be getting yeah. beat up on the mat. Too. Sid the kid's getting his fucking blue belt. Yeah. That's awesome. We're, we were talking strategies about where we're going to fucking place ourselves on the mat. You guys going to do double dragon? Well, <laughs> back to back. That, I mean, that's the obvious thought, right? But then he was like, so at one, it's a long mat. So on one side is a garage door that they're probably going to have open. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be freezing right there. Sid's uh, cold averse. He doesn't like it. So he said he's going to place himself at the other end where it's going to be warm and he'll be comfortable the whole time. I only I'm putting myself as close to that open door as possible. I want people to see steam coming off of me when I'm on the ground. You're Sub Zero. He's Scorpion. D- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I see exactly what's Damn, going on, dude. Dude, can you bring a little oh water? Oh my god, dude, it's clear as day to me. Oh my god, you should for sure bring a little bit. I gotta of water. get him a yellow gi. You have to get him a yellow gi. You gotta wear a blue one, dude. Oh that would my be god, so sick. <laughs> that fucking rules so hard. <laughs> Drop a little bit of water on the mat. Create the fucking oh sub-zero yeah, slip. I'm fucking <laughs> swirling my hands around it, forming into a ball. <laughs> Damn, dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna be icing people out, and Sid's gonna take them into the fucking heat. Oh, wow. Damn. I you, we're gonna have to delay this until afterwards, man. I don't want anyone seeing this coming now. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to hold on to this cast for like two weeks, <laughs> just so you can sub zero people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, everything fucking rules. And uh, I don't want to take my foot off the gas, and but I, I feel like, yeah, I, I do feel a little bit of speed wobbles where I'm like, whoa, how do I not fuck this up now that I'm here? Well, dude, that's going to take some adjusting getting to it because I, I'm pretty sure we're a lot of like in that we're used to getting butt fucked, mm-hmm. not, 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 not essentially by life, but by our own interpretation of life. Because when you become conditioned to think that, okay, I can't enjoy this because something bad's going to come, even though... The worst part that often comes is what you project in your mind. Mm-hmm. Then it's it it's impossible to fucking enjoy anything. Whereas now, I think when you experience p- pure joy, which is I can see it in your fucking face, like you really do look like you're fucking glowing to me. It just feels Thank like you. you're about to fucking burst. Yeah, that's and how I feel. it's it's uncomfortable to the point of not knowing to do with that much fucking happiness, where you have to psych yourself out. And say, like, I'm just going to enjoy this. I'm just going to think about this. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy this. And I'm going to enjoy this. Why can't you feel good all the time? There's no reason not to. Right. Or, or at least every day. Like, so I don't think that the the point of anything that we're doing is to never feel bad. Right. No, no. You have to feel bad sometimes, too. Dude, you can't appreciate the peaks yeah, if you yeah, don't exactly. go through the valleys. You yeah, know what I mean? You're going to get butt fucked again. Right. But don't 
But I'll react better to it than I have yeah. in the past. And that's it. You react to the butt fucking rather than projecting the butt fucking that will eventually come or right. not come. Oh, right. I was I was telling a, a kid this. I was working with a kid today and I was telling him that. Uh, about butt fucking? Butt fucking. <laughs> I was like, how many times have you been butt fucking? No, I, I was talking to him about the two tanks you have, the positive experience tank, the uh-huh. negative experience tank. And he, you know, he was like kind of dealing with something similar, like waiting for things to fall apart all the yeah. time and like not trusting kind of mm-hmm. things ever really. And uh, it was funny because, you know, he. He had, like, good things going for him, and I was telling him, like, really embody that. Like, it's the same thing in sports. Like, you score a touchdown. I'm like, take yourself back to that time you were in the end zone and really embody that experience because your body gets set to, like, default modes of feeling where you just feel shitty or feel, like, on yeah. alert all the time. You don't even realize because your brain gets kind of morphed into that when you're little and just kind of stays with you. But I was telling him, I'm like, as you're, you have a, your negative tank, there's, like, two ho- there's you and two hoses. The one hose goes a positive experience. One hose goes a negative when that negative experience tank fills up, you're just ready. You're always ready. Yeah. And I'm like, wait till that. I was like, your little positive experience tank starting to fill up. I'm like, you'll you'll start to be able to tap into those feelings. Yeah, you can huff it. Yeah. You can like, huff your positive experiences. <laughs> the minute, yeah, the minute you saw that your name was on there, that was a feeling. And that's something that over time you can start learning how to tap into that and just Ooh. feel that. Just get yourself, just, you know, sit there and just be like, relive that experience and feel it. You got to retrain your body to feel good because you really don't know how to do it. I've been involuntarily open mouth smiling like at just (laughs) hours a day (laughs) since that happened because it's just something concrete to back up. Like, obviously, we're just talking shit every every time we come in here and um, there's no proof, right? We're just we're just, you know, trying whatever we can. And now I'm like, oh, cool. Now I now I can back up the shit that we're saying. Yeah. Because, you know. Well, but even to, like, people, I don't think people ever know. Well, yeah, most people don't think about their psychic life. Because there's a whole, like, a perception change changes your whole world. Without a doubt. Which man. is weird. It's I, real bizarre to think that you're even allowed to do that. That's why I like the high-dose weed edibles when you get yourself to the point where, like, the world's falling everything's wrong and there's a quick you can say like no it's not it's actually going well and there's a minute where you go am i even allowed to call this shot (laughs) and then you figure you're like whoa i can and it's like Uh, it's really unsettling and the rest of the time it's like ah it's coming it's coming for you you're gonna you're gonna bug out you should be bugging out you're a bad boy it's lucid living yeah it's crazy dude dude the reality is like at any given point you can decide whether you're the little brother with the unplugged in controller who's just Reacting to what's happening on the screen. Fuck that heavy heart. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could be the older brother whose shit is plugged in, Player controlling one. what the fuck is happening. That Playing double heart. dribble, doing the fucking <laughs> slam dunk animation. Matt's got his arms crossed at the table right now. <laughs> I never got to be player one, dude. You need a blanket. <laughs> I give. I literally make here you can be player. I'm still in player two mentality, dude. I'm like here, take player one. I don't. You're player two in a single player game. <laughs> You're playing play fucking punch out. You're mashing buttons. I go to one of the arcade things. I go to like the middle slot. And I'm just like, all right, fuck this. <laughs> That's a fucked up mentality. Yeah, dude. I'm a, I'm a I'm a middle brother too. I had two older brothers. Older brothers mm. can for sure wreak just total damage on you even if they, they didn't mean yeah. to and i don't hold any sort of like grudge against them but they can put you in that place where you just completely like incidental psychic dominance yeah. yeah 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 and that's best case scenario worst case <laughs> they can be real fuck faces yeah exactly <laughs> dude that, that'd be a great uh psychological journal article oh yeah, yeah. fuck face fuck older face. brothers <laughs> let me submit my fucking brother dude him <laughs> I actually look back at this and laugh, but uh, they used to fucking like beat the shit out of me in the pool and like take my like 
steal my swim trunks off of my body and throw them on the roof. And it was an above ground pool in a, like an exposed backyard. So I'd have to climb up and out of a pool completely naked and run into the house. Wait, was this your wigger older brother? No, this was Paul. Oh, thank God. It was. <laughs> Dude, that's, you know, you might never have been able to recover if your wigger yeah, older brother no, shamed you in public. If like one that. of those dudes did, it would definitely have been damaging. But it was like my brother that I still fucking goof around with. Oh, okay, so it was cool. like, it was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny to think back, but it still does have like a, it still kind of shapes your brain a little bit. Oh, it makes you humble. For sure it makes you humble, but then it can also do a thing where you kind of downplay yourself. Oh, no. Where you can't even think of yourself as being someone worthy of success. Wow. You know, any sort well, of whatever it is to you. There it goes. Thanks a lot, dude. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. But I feel like the, the older, the like oldest, are, are you an eldest brother? No, I, I have one other sibling. My sister is like three years older. Okay, so you have an older sister. I feel like an eldest brother has a whole other odyssey. Where it's the opposite. The world's like, yeah, nah, bro. Chill. Yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah. we had a pretty unconventional uh, setup, too. So I, I couldn't even... Oh, man. I'd love to get him in here with Matt and have Matt figure him uh, out. That'd be great. That'd be pretty Your fun. eldest brother? Yeah, well, no. My, my next... We, we got half-brothers on both sides. Gotcha, it's, gotcha. It's just the one I talk to. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah, would be tight. Yeah, Paul's a fucking man. Yeah, he rules. He got me in the cool stuff. Dude... That was if you don't if you have a brother that gets you into cool stuff, it does help you fly under the radar whenever you want to. What do you get you into? Just like cool music and shit. Like I never had a wigger phase because he was like he would have been like, dude, stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that is a real thing to be spoken to having that like force, the critical force early in life because it's like. It can go like my cousin liked Ace of Base. It was like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Ace of Base. Oh yeah, I, I remember being in like kindergarten, liking a New Kids on the Block song, and just getting tormented for it. And I was so like, oh, thanks. I man. guess by your cousin telling you that Ace of Base sucked, like he saw the signs. <laughs> <laughs> he loved. He loved Ace of Base. Oh wait, I, he, I, I, we were boy. Me and his older brother were boy. That was the best. So too, you like, were the one that saw the signs. I saw the signs, okay. yeah. and you opened up his eyes. We were like, dude, Woo! yeah, dude. We were like, you can't, you can't say you like this stuff. And and I liked ice. Everyone liked ice. All the sign. That song fucking slaps. You know what else was fucking awesome that I felt guilty about liking? And I'm pretty sure it was Ace of Base. Was it's a beautiful life. Oh oh. Oh, that was was that Ace of Base or Venga Boys? That no. was Ace of Base. You're right. That was Ace I, of Base I think as it well. Was, yeah. I used to I used to go back and forth that between was come fucking on. blasting that and then just keeping it down low. Damn, like I have I a skating. I have a fucking roller rink boner now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when they put corn on in the roller rink, oh, I was man. like going blind. I was like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Not that I was holding hands in the roller rink, but if I was, I would have been like <laughs> dropped hands. But like, get the fuck out of my way. Just lapping. I got to skate backwards. Matt was just lapping the 32-year-old Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> way too old to be there, but he's got his black skates with his fucking name monogrammed on the side, doing the outstretched leg. <laughs> Now, we had a CN Skate Palace in Aston. Oh, yeah. I went there before it closed. Yeah, I was man. lucky enough. I went to a pizza we party had rollerblade there. rollerblade in there. Chuck on the rollerblades. That was the fucking shit. There's always a fucking dude with rollerblades and a fucking ponytail pulled up high with the undershave. <laughs> <laughs> Ours man. was uh, in Kensington. It was under the L. Ooh. Yeah, and I just I don't remember why we stopped going. I just remember... At one point, every request was a hard no, so there had to be a stabbing or something. Uh-huh. You know, what I mean? a skate key embedded in someone's fucking brain <laughs> at some Dude, point. There was a guy, I think, around Kensington. I was when I was like, fuck, man, it was probably like eight years ago. There was a skate you could just rent it out for the night, and it wasn't that much. You can bring beer in there oh, and everything, cool. and you could rent out. I think it might have been that one. Cause it was up around there. It was. It, I, it was I remember Kensington. The exterior was red, and it was right under the L. I forget the cross street. It was on Kensington Ave. 
Is that closed now? Yeah, I well. You used to be able to rent that out on a weekend and give someone like a couple hundred bucks and bring in a ton of beer. And like I went to a party that was just we just rented it out and got hammered and roller skated. Damn. It was so fucking fun. We should start a roller rink. That would be That's cool. what I'm saying, dude. That would be awesome. Dude, can I tell you about the uh, venture I- idea I had for us? Please. So uh, this started, I, I wanted to um, <laughs> I wanted to just call you and invite you to go to see like uh, like a, see if the Franklin Institute still does like surfing documentaries and we just do a bunch of fucking drugs and go to it. That'd be awesome. That'd be fun, right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Then I got the idea. Ready? I'm going to start. I'm going to hit you with what it's called first. Yeah. It's called field tripping. What oh, we're going to do cool. is we're going to wrangle up some dogs. We're going to hit them with some high dose, uh, a big dose of mushrooms. Yeah. It might have to be BYO. I don't, I, you know, I'm trying to limit the liability. Sure. This is definitely a black ops type sure. mission. For we need sure. to be able to deny any kind of liability, right? For sure. Uh, and then we uh, like pose as tour guides at like the art museum or something. Or It's a good idea. And also, we, we can get like, a tour guide. Yeah, go ahead, please. I think anyone can tour guide at the art museum. Wait, actually. pose as guides? Yeah, we, we tour guide at like a place... I, uh, everyone's I, on mushrooms and I think it would be, we would all feel really good. Get a tour guide. No, be one. No, correct? we, we would be leading. We, we, oh, we, we would, would be, be the guides, guides, dude. I was trying to say we could go get like, do this and just get like basically special ed treatment. Just get, <laughs> we could like, do that. But, people so here, like, hey, here's the here, parameters, everybody. dude. Like, it's basically just any activity. We'd all have to call. It'd have to be a weekday with the sun out. So That'd be wild. It'd be like field trip activities, but with dogs. Like Baltimore Aquarium, dude. Oh, how, man, how fucking fun would that be? That'd be so much fun. Really fucked up. It's tough to corral a bunch of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think uh, I think part of the appeal would be just dogging out, for sure. So I, I you know, or if it, it falls apart, whatever. Just be like, all right, guys, fucking good luck getting back from Baltimore. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> We could go churn butter somewhere, probably. That would be fun, man. Yeah. Go to church. Sure. <laughs> we can get some sacraments. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to church while you're stoned? No. No. Dude, it's the most bizarre. I, it, I was, went like it was that. bizarre. You ever just go it's when it's so hot? so bizarre, huh? Go when it's hot enough that you might faint. It's the same thing. <laughs> Dude, we, used to, when we would do the Stations of the Cross in fucking May. And it would be oh, like yeah. 90 degrees, and kids would be passing out, and they would still keep kids in there. Dude, the I'm, trick was, if you said you were about to throw up, they would let you go outside. Really? Yeah. I did it accidentally. I remember my mom would make me go every Sunday, and, you know, fucking Lord's Day. I'm stoned. It was like, after, it was like while I was in high school, and she's like, come on, you got to go. And I was just like, all right. Dude, that organ kicked in. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh. I saw dudes, like, sitting down instead of receiving communion, and I'd be like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I I remember being so hot and tired that when I yawned, I thought I was gonna die. Were you allowed to like touch your butt to the pew when you kneeled no, down? No, oh, fucking dead. Yeah, that, that's church snapped. murder. Yeah, dude, you got good at like sagging it when they weren't looking though. Yeah. You sag butt on the pew. You, 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 you catch a second of butt on the pew and be like, all right, yeah, yeah like, come, come on, get, get, come on, dude. We had we had a kid that came over from Pakistan in fifth grade, like super nice kid, but like he really took his Christianity seriously. Yeah, my boys and I would so, like would like make parody songs out of whatever we were singing, like you know, so on Eagles Wings, yeah, yeah. like we'd be like, we would raise you up on Beagles Wings, <laughs> and this kid would fucking lose it. He would get mad. Yeah, did not want those songs made light of. Oh my god! Yeah, we used to do it. We'd have First Friday Mass in Catholic school. There was there was a song that was like Where There Is Love. We would just go Where There Is Love and parrot. <laughs> people would be like, Stop! Stop! 
My friend, we like better. He basically fell off the altar on purpose. It was the fucking <laughs> funniest thing in the world. It was like a horrible fake fall. Did you, were either of you uh, altar boys? For sure. Yeah, me too. I signed up. I did one mass and then I retired. Yeah. I was like Archibald Moonlight Grant from Field of Dreams. <laughs> Dude, I had crippling anxiety and like I was convinced that I was going to make a mistake and like I made minor mistakes the first mass. But it got to the point where, like, I was having stomach problems, and I convinced my mom to call the rectory and be like, uh, Mike's got stomach problems. I don't think he's going to be able to finish out the season. So they're like, all right, cool. Damn. And I didn't have to go back, yeah. Alter- uh, I, don't, I don't know if, if this played into it or not, but we it was eventually revealed that we had a diddler in the mix. Whoa! So I don't know if maybe, like, I was picking up vibes or something like that, or You're if, pain, like, yeah. I was just afraid of picking the wrong chapter. You know, you know what's fucked up? I always felt a little bit disappointed. I was never connected to any diddlers, like any yeah. of the parishes I was involved in. True, never even like cornered or questioned. Like, you were too big. That's what it was. Well, like not e- like they yeah, didn't, they, they didn't even pass hard, through. Dude. They didn't even pass through. Like not even me personally. Like if there was one, there there wasn't even any that passed through in any uh, of my time. You never diddler at your parish? No, because you got the meat in the butt for it. Check. <laughs> yeah, so you don't were... let them get you down there, man. I, I want to keep this good feeling going. Like you definitely had the goods. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, they were dude. looking for I like. Appreciate I mean, it. you were probably a big jacked cross bearer. I was a fat boy. <laughs> I was a fat boy. Dude, I yeah. used to love. It was one handed cross bearing. I used to love. Uh, uh, the one time I remember the, my my rope caught the bells, and I walked off the altar, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally never didn't fuck up when yeah. I was there. I would like forget to ring the bells. I'd space out. I would like forget to get stuff, and I would just like see the cross bearer walking across the aisle, like. You have to turn in your gun and badge. <laughs> I remember everyone uh, always wanting to do the bells, but not seeming they wanted to ring the bells. Like, yeah, I'll just, I mean, I'll take care of the bells if you don't care. And they're like, well, I mean, I don't care, but I'll do it. And it's like, <laughs> you're like stuck in a standoff. The bells were, I, was I wanted like to my, ring the fucking bells so bad. It was, I remember, I, I can distinctly remember the priest putting his hands over everything and like being like, looking at me. And yeah. Like, Jangle that <laughs> shit, dude. Oh my God. We tight. had like a quad bell set up with one handle. It was yeah, one handle yeah. with four bells. And yeah. you, that thing fucking clanged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you got to ring it, you felt like the fucking... You know what made me feel like the man? Did you guys get pulled out of class to go serve yes. at like funerals, funerals? The one the that week? I did, I got... um, Dude, paid, my, my only mass, I got called out of class. Rock and roll part two. Like you're walking out in slow motion like... Dude... I felt like I was oh the fucking shit. Come back with five bucks. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, they need me. I'm gonna I gotta duck out of fucking social studies. Sorry. If somebody died. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> strictly old people. I don't know if it, what it was about our parish, but uh, it was strictly just like million year old people. Like there were never. I feel like there were never real funerals. Nah, I was all business serving a funeral. Mm. I could care less. <laughs> I was just there for the money. <laughs> I remember Five my bucks. brother told me like you can make some money being an altar boy, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Get weddings, out of class. weddings Thanks. were like. It'd be great if there was, like, a child murderer who was just knocking people off in the neighborhood for five <laughs> bucks at a clip. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, weddings were big money too. I was like a tenor. Oh, for sure. Priests got paid too. The priests would get like eighty bucks cash. Yeah, not bragging. Or counting, like, damn, Father Williams got eighty bucks. Yeah, no big deal, dude. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it is what it is. Why you want some? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing later? Did you guys have like an older boy casting couch? <laughs> no, we no. had a tryout. <laughs> Just let me see your butthole. <laughs> Do you want the five bucks every three weeks or not? <laughs> Do you want to leave class? <laughs> but yeah, ours was. 
I, my older boy experience is chill. I remember it was tight, like in eighth grade. By the time you like outgrow your robe and like your robe is up to your knees, and you're like, "Damn, I'm yeah. big as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking jacked, fucking huge." <laughs> well, like I've been, I've been bearing the cross pretty hard. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I used to carry it on my shoulders, put my yeah. arms around it. And like, so I'll do. <laughs> Working on my traps. <laughs> Did I remember when uh, we were getting ready to make communion? You know, how they give you the fake wafers. When you're about to make communion, yeah. When you're practicing for for your first holy communion, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give you the real deal. I guess they're not blessed or whatever. Like I love those, and I remember uh, we had access to both real and fake ones, and I would just eat some of them like they were chips. You liked them? Yeah, they were great. Never, never caught on for me. Yeah, about a handful. Like one doesn't do it because they dissolve. True. Yeah, you got to eat like a thousand. I took my communion in my mouth. Dude, yeah. Come on. Hell yeah. Did first day of holy communion every time. Really? I never touched the fucking communion in my life. What? I also stopped going in like eighth grade, so <laughs> I didn't have any chance to fucking wise up. I was letting a priest touch my fucking mouth with his first <laughs> knuckle shove, on his index shove finger. Shove four fingers in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you you ha- you also this this is an unknown thing. Like you have the option of having to put in your asshole like Stevie Nicks roadie. <laughs> <laughs> he just blows communion into your asshole. He powders and chops it up. <laughs> You ever seen he has the big one? He just bites it in half. Yeah, come on, dude. Like, Bro, stop hot dogging, yeah. dude. <laughs> they need to. They need to start. Like a, I'm sorry, again. No, they need to start training priests vocally to actually be able to like kill it when they sing. Because I've never heard it anything impressive. Yeah, nothing like sister act. Like it's just nah. total father act. I think that's the point. It's got to be kind of like Latin. It's got to take you back to people just being outside in like dingy canvas like. Muck just walking in shit between their huts, and like a monk just fucking ringing a bell, walking down, doing the. But I mean, to Matt, to the point Matt just made, like, if the point is humility, why is he hot dogging with the novelty communion that's the size of his fucking basketball? Yeah, because I. Dude, you're asking the wrong and you guy. You got bells. You're ringing bells to bring attention to the altar where he is too. He's yeah. wearing a different color robe than everybody else. Tim. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty fucking fly. A lot of the uh, a lot of the Catholic like Eucharist rituals go back to like pagan stuff, to where like the, the altar and behind every altar is a, a little window that's supposed to catch the sun as it rises. And the idea was like back when they did sun worship, they would leave a glass of water and the sunbeam would hit the water, and then that transmogrification, whatever it's called, like transmogrification, yeah, yeah I think. that would turn the water into like a kind of like a sun elixir that you could drink. Whoa! And the same, I'm gonna do that. With the one, yeah, it's I actually. I'm gonna have a sun elixir tomorrow morning. I used to, I kind of did that instinctually, and I read about it. I was like, whoa, tight, because I would leave my water in the sun and be like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm getting fucking sun powers. Oh, I can't wait. This is all archetypal stuff. We can't escape it. But the, uh, the wine too is very much, I think, taken from like the Dionysus kind of stuff. Where that was like back then, they would go to church where everyone drinks like a little bit enough wine to like get a buzz, and they would get into a trance and just be like, Bleh. "Dude, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna fill a Gatorade bottle with piss, and when people ask what's up, and be like, it's transmogrification. You would have <laughs> no clue what's going on here. The most uh, religious. Oh man, I'm glad you brought up the the wine thing. The most religious experience I ever had was actually in a church, but it was long after I fucking abandoned it. But I went to see uh, a show at the First Unitarian Church, but it wasn't in like. Have you ever been to a show there? There's like a pretty lit, aren't they? Basement activity center mm-hmm. that they on weekends. R five used to um, put on fucking sick shows, or they probably still do. But there was also an upstairs, like a bigger, like the actual. I don't know what you call like the where the pews are in a church that has a name. General right? admission. And then there was, a, <laughs> and then there was also like a small chapel which looked like a dark ages tiny like little pews. It was a very small room. 
and it was like pre-stuffy when you walk in. It was dark, and I went to see this. Uh, I went to see Grouper there, and it's just this chick who um, plays just an electric guitar, and she was creating like loops with delay pedals. No, I'm, they weren't even delay pedals. She was using tape delay, so it, she would record something onto a tape that would then loop. And she had like four of these. So she would loop these four guitar things with like effects over each other while she played her songs. In a tiny little room. In a tiny little room. Fuck. And like just like the effect of it, like it fucked me up so bad. Like I, I remember feeling like I was gonna puke. I had to like put my head down <laughs> between my legs. I was with my buddy Fritz. Hey, what's up, dude? And he said that he looked over at me and it, like it was I was all midsummered out. Like the, the walls were moving around me and I think he's still fucked up from it too. I think he said like he was at like the playground or something and he noticed like the earth moving under him and it was like his brain just going back to this fucking grouper show. How what did you not come churches right are, then? Churches are designed churches are designed that way I think. Yeah to, to like to, they're supposed that's what they're supposed to be to like to get people into like an ecstatic trance experience. Whoa. That's a state of consciousness we've abandoned trance. Sleep, wake, trance. I don't want to go back. Trance is the shit, dude. I got a peak, and it was weird, and I never wanted to feel that way again. Well, yeah, because you need someone to, like, that's a whole state of consciousness people have, are supposed to, like, instruct you. I couldn't to. wait to get back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I've been liking my preliminary stages of, like, the high-dose weed edible, where you just lay down blindfold in a bed, kind of propped up, so you're kind of sitting up, and just total dark, and you just lay there. That's an and, intense like, feeling. Let a weed edible hit you. And then just sit in it. How long are you able to stay conscious the whole time, or do you often fall asleep? It's funny because it, that's the that's the trick. Because I'll I notice like I'll I'll be like so deep in thought that you're almost kind of half asleep, and then you'll snap back into it. And you're like woo, and it's like whoa, I was completely gone yeah. in like a weird twilight state. Wow, pretty tight. You know, and it's just weed. So it's like worst case scenario, like you said, you fall asleep and you wake up and you're like ah, god damn it, fell off the horse and passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Tell me, man. They, I I think this is something because. If religion's dead, there needs to be something that replaces it. Otherwise, it becomes political fanaticism or just like total blind greed. Hmm. What, what do you What are you leaning toward? Because obviously, you're not gonna. I, I actually, me personally, your, your Christian scorecard is tight. It's you're running good. a tight. Pretty good. I spazzed on someone the other day, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not bad. The uh, what am I leaning towards? Like yeah. What, so you've been saying this for a while that we've psychedelically we're charged doing. communities. I'm so, I'm 100% on board. And then yeah, the, the, well that and then I, I people just need to read about like the fact that we are part of a a civilization. Like no one thinks about the fact we're part of a civilization and a society and we're supposed to play roles and like pass on knowledge. It, it just we're just sitting here staring at our phones like Buh. Do you think people think they're doing that when they're like I don't know. hashtagging about Bolivia? Yeah, that's the problem. They now. they think that they're like, oh, I want the world to be a better place. Yeah, I think people are dealing with their mediocrity through like fake activism. What's going on in Bolivia? They get uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches. <laughs> 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 I've been on the internet a couple of days. I don't no, know. it's all contained now. Now your activism's quote unquote is contained by a corporation that's making money off your quote unquote social movements. Hmm. It's a fuck. It's a far. It's a you know, it's a simulation. So you're like, you know, it's like, oh, there's a big whatever revolution and it's like sponsored by Burger King. <laughs> well, I have fucking, it your way. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bullshit. When you're driving traffic to social media pages for your quote unquote activism. Yeah. People are selling advertisements based on your fucking hysteria. 
and you're not really actually doing anything. Well, yeah, and then like when the sentiments of you know people's activism is like echoed through a Pepsi commercial, that's I'd be like, wait a second, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, what, what what is this? What's going on here? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm weary. I'm very weary about it. I'm like kind of like, I I think people just need to get back into their like their own individual you know they can get into like a collective idea but I, I just think people need to forge their own identities and come up if you, nobody has a mission it's like well what are you trying to do it's like mm. i think i you need a mission dude i you don't need wanna... a mission that if you died pursuing it you wouldn't feel bad D- don't let me you know misinterpret what you're saying but it sounds like you need to find your dogs and lift them up basically they, exactly wow exactly wow you need to have a mission that literally if you died doing it you wouldn't be scared to die for doing that thing. Nobody has it. Well, some people, I guess, would you know die for their family. I, th- I think the first phase of that mission is leading the dogs to the Baltimore Aquarium. For sure. <laughs> we need to look at some fucking sand sharks. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to look up gr- group rates, right? Yeah. We'll parse it all out. We'll, we'll set up a page. You fucking, you know, you Venmo us, right? We'll, we'll put the whole package together, and then we're going to get fucked up. And uh, pet some fucking stingrays. That would be fucking sick. But even think about your kids. Like, if your kids have... Like, we're just kind of in the way at this point. Because we we had, like, analog experience. And now we're kind of tapping into the algorithm. Like, you were talking about controlling your algorithm. Mm-hmm. If you don't, like, sit down and talk about this stuff with your kids, your kids will be fully co-opted by algorithm screens. And they just... They'll, have, they'll know nothing else. Yeah. And I we've actually had to already start talking about it. You have to, dude. Like, I, I've heard some buzzwords thrown around my house. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone on the internet's retarded. Stop. What was thrown around? I don't know, dude. Like, uh, oh, you know the uh, the offensive Big Mouth uh, episode where, like, the, little, the girl comes into class and she's explaining, oh, she pansexual or something yes. like that? I've heard, like, word for word the kids, like, that my 11-year-old are around, like, having these conversations and sounding just as misinformed. So the problem with this clip was that, like, it was an inaccurate take. Mm-hmm. But... It's a show about children, and children are misinterpreting. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was accidental, but it ended up being a perfect scene. And everyone was mad because they were like, well, that's not actually how it is. But in real life, kids are acting like that. They're taking the buzzwords from the internet. They're applying it to themselves, and they're trying to use that to like stand out. So you, yeah. you'll meet like 11-year-olds like, yeah, I'm uh, pansexual. So it's you know it causes some friction at school. It's like, shut the fuck up. You don't know anything. You yeah. don't know who you are. So I understand. Like maybe you're nothing. Maybe you're everything. It doesn't so matter. You've like, gotten one hand job, dude. Chill. <laughs> like, chill. Chill the sexual identity. Yeah. Um. Uh, like, p- kids are seeing other kids receive like uh, attention for like things that they are actually going through, and then they're mirroring adults. Like obviously, adults with real troubles, they have entire like uh i don't know how i would describe it but like an entire like um like microcultures come up around like w- what's going on in your life and then it just gets broken down into buzzwords and then it just turns into like the the four or five different like tweets that people have there's only like four or five tweets going on at any given time and it's just pretty people much. regurging it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's yeah now that's happening to kids because kids are on social media and uh it just fucking stinks yeah, it's also the technology is going to get like exponentially better. So like the weird behavioral pushes and pulls we're up against are like. That's why I'm grooming my algorithm now. They're well, they're in their like infantile stage now. By the time your kids are like 35, it's they're the the amount of knowledge they have, the like, amount of data they have to collect and work with, and because the whole point of it is to, be, to modify your behavior. 
Yeah. To just even like a little bit towards making a little more towards making a purchase or a little more towards like pulling into to Sonic off your GPS because it pops up. How, so they're going to be against some like serious. How, how swayed are you? Do you think by by what you see to be led in that direction? Like you mean like on Amazon, like frequently bought yeah. together? Yeah. It gets, uh, it gets me every now and again. Every now and again, yeah. I see frequently bought together, and I'm like, hell yeah, let me get those other two. And I, <laughs> I snag the other ones, but I, I don't know. It, it kind of depends, man. It's like I'm I'm always thinking about it, but every now and again, it will pop up, and I'm like, oh yeah, I do want those other two things. Yeah. I think Tim's the best way to do it. Just control, cut all the shit out you don't like. Well, I did end up ordering a red tracksuit this week. Did you? Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's my relationship with the algorithm. Sometimes it'll be like, this is on sale. I'm like, well... Yeah, that's a pretty good price, and uh, I want to stunt. That's how good I was. That's how good I was feeling this week. I was ordering new uh, fucking compression shorts in a uh, website sale, and uh, they were like, "By the way, check out this red tracksuit." And I was like, uh, "Okay, I will check this out. I'll that's, bring it home." You think about the, the AI algorithm that's kind of been like, all right, because they they kind of bid on like what you're more likely to click on next or something. I think there's like it's called like what is it called micro bidding or something. What do you mean, like uh, the the advertisers like vying for your page views? Or yeah, whatever? so you have a whole you have a whole like the, you you have a whole basically like history and pat pat I can't think of the word patterns. You've exhibited patterns to all these companies that like when you buy when you're looking at tracksuits, four things four pages down from there you might pop up this thing that kind of pop, you don't even notice. So then like they Google knows this so like. When you're looking at compression shorts, they're they're auctioning off like who wants to pay to be the next thing because he oh, probably damn. he's probably going to buy a tracksuit right now. So who wants to pay to be it right? So there? there's like counter algorithms that are fighting to get into my algorithm. Yeah, they they it's called, they bid they bid to be huh. there in the snap and they, it's all set up on an AI thing where it's like they'll group you in with like X X person like you're similar to a bunch of other people in that in some regard and then they'll be like when these people do this they typically do this and if you want you can whoever bids this in the moment can get them to have their thing it's easy to imagine that like you could extrapolate that into outright conflict at some point until like corporations are like hiring proxy armies to fight each other to (laughs) get in front of your face like you're you're gonna see nfl robots (laughs) fighting each other just like wearing brands on them the algorithm algorithm war Yeah, I mean, again, like, I, I don't know. People are always like, oh, it's not that serious. But it's like, well, I don't know. I've, I've read a couple of books about it. And I know guys who work in marketing, like, yeah, that's what they do. They, it's like real, it's called real-time bidding. That's what it's called. Well, I, the the insane giant conglomerates have access to your feelings. So that is pretty scary. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you got, you got pretty bad things in your life already. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's true, yeah. It's still a ways off. I, I like your approach of just embracing it and customizing it to fit yeah. your needs. I actually have a, a problem right now where on Twitter it shows you what the people you follow like. I hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It so it's like the people that I've chosen to follow, they might be given like courtesy likes to things or like maybe, you know, it, there's a difference between a like and a retweet, right? Mm-hmm. When they're liking things that are like, I, like I purposely unfollowed Stephen King. I don't want to see his fucking yeah, his whiny his bullshit sucks, anymore, dude. Yeah, I can't like I can't believe that guy wrote the Dark Tower. <laughs> he had like the worst burn the other day. I it was so bad, and I'd seen it so often that I can't even believe. Like he needs an editor for his tweets, dude. He's currently <laughs> writing the Dork Tower. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it, I mean, it's brilliant because they're essentially streamlining um, what your advertising will be. 
Yeah, I might just have to bail on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's Twitter sucks. The algorithm's yeah. fighting back. Is it really? Yeah. Well, they're doing that bullshit, so now it's like, well, I'm not gonna fucking unfollow the people I like because I don't want to see this shit. I don't see Stephen King being like, he's a fucking blah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing that the Cheeto in chief is like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, cool. I started following some porn stars, and like they're just good call. There's none of that shit. <laughs> like, there's one girl. I don't fo- get political. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's great. Dude, who do you think Christ would have followed? It's like no True. muss, no fuss. He definitely would have been there. But uh, there's one that I follow right now. Her name's uh, Lexi Nicole Scarlett, and uh, I I follow her because it was just like random fat butt popped up on the screen. Followed, mm-hmm. and um, she's really chasing it right now. Everything is like positivity. Her trying to further her career. Her reaching out to people, saying, "Look, I do this. Book me." It's really invigorating to see, like, what's somebody... this when she says, "I do that. <laughs> <Anything>. DVDA." <laughs> <laughs> there, there's there's a lot going on. She's actually from the Philadelphia area, um, so I'm really rooting for her. Oh, shout out! Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, she probably um, listens. And this, I felt bad, man. I, I signed up for this, like, you know, you can get three day passes on porn sites. Well, there was one. I forget the name of it, but it was like just a, a lot of chicks with fat butts. So I did the three day pass. <laughs> And uh, it's Your credit this... card exists in the dark web right now. To purchase, <laughs> just like <letting> you know. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's all right. Please, please. <laughs> oh man, did you ever do that and then they call your credit card and be like, "Yo, I think I got frauded." Well, dude, I did that when uh, I ordered. <laughs> I ordered porn on uh, through cable one time, and I called and I said I was a priest, and they took it off. <gasps> really? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It, Holy it's, uh, fuck! I think you could probably only get away with it once, and it's it's probably a mortal sin. Everyone gets one free trip to the wash too. And they'd be like, <laughs> "What's this charge?" Well, dude, one time, <laughs> and when, you're like, "I don't know." Back, like, it wasn't me, dude. One time when I went to Washi Washi, my boy Steve said he was going to treat me, and he is this Steve from all your stories? Yeah, dude, fucking <laughs> Steve, yeah, man. Dude. Real no good. Treating your boy to the wash is like. Well, I bought him the Tim's. That's I mean, the guy who I bought the Timberlands Tim's for. Tim's yeah. the wash, dude. So he he brought me there. And he said he was going to put on his credit card. So, like, you know, they're scrubbing your butthole down like an elephant. And I'm in there getting my butthole scrubbed. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, fuck, like, what happens if it gets declined? Like, we're going to get beaten by the fucking Chinese mafia. <laughs> the triads are coming. I would pay just for the butthole scrub, honestly. Yeah, I would, too. That was the most enjoyable part for me. It's, you really take, you know, you've never had that sensation before, probably, until you go in there. And then it's just like, oh, I didn't realize this could be cool. Dude, it's, it's you haven't felt that since you were a baby. Oh, that's true. They bathe you like you're a yeah. baby, and you're just like... Oh. Are you on, like, a table, or are you standing up? It's like a massage table. Yeah. And, and it's like... And they're washing you on it? They're just, Dude. like, dumping buckets of hot water on yeah. you, and just fucking wash, washing your butt. Like when they, when they uh, transport, like, a whale on the back of a flatbed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dude, and it's like a lunchroom trash can filled with hot water, and they got, like, this huge scrub brush, and they're just dunking it in there, and then, like, scrubbing your butthole down. And the whole time you're thinking how good it is, but meanwhile, it's, like, got butthole water in. From probably Ooh. days old, because I doubt oh, anybody's man. volunteered to dump that water. Oh, yeah, you don't think someone's got like a stick in two buckets of butthole water, <laughs> fucking climbing to the top of the steps? There's always got to be a rookie. <laughs> no, they're they're probably the butthole water is getting cleaned up. Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's as long as you keep it hot, nobody's gonna complain. True. Yeah, they don't cycle the butthole water. I think it goes down the drain. The place was I was at. They had like a huge uh, trash can, and it was <laughs> and it was just filled with hot water. And the lady was like, "She would scoop it out uh, with something, and then like with the brush, she would really scrub you down with it." Yeah, you know what? You're right. I wasn't really paying attention to the water source. Oh, I was just yeah. face down, <laughs> giggling the whole time. I, think I, pr- I prefer a hose, I guess. It ho- uh, yeah, it'd be hosed down. Yeah. It'd be kind of nice. 
But I'm saying that if that was like right in Center City, well, I'd also want to be in one of those is. harnesses with my fins sticking out of the sides <laughs> when Free Willy gets lifted out of the tank. Dude, if I could go somewhere where they would just like hit me with like a a whole basically sponge bath, mm. I'd hit it probably once a week. That's that's gonna be the new flotation tank. Twenty bucks sponge bath, butthole in tank, in and out. <laughs> in and out that's my other bath. business idea. I wanted to run by you. We're gonna just get people's butthole scrubs. <laughs> I was at when you're talking about the roller skating place. That would be tight to combine roller skating rink with a trampoline place. Wow! So you can be like skating, hit a tramp, fucking catch some air, back on the tramp. Well, dude, why not include like uh, a modification of a washi washi? Because like, there's no greater experience at a skating rink than fingering. Why not have ladies there you could hire to finger wow. in the corner of the rink while your jam comes on? Damn, that would be sick. And to treat it so to combine a roller skating rink with a washi wash and have it as pit stop. So you're racing. Yeah. And like every third lap, you got to stop and get a hand job. Then you're fucking. <laughs> it changes the wheels on your skates really yeah. quick. You got a clean butthole. The 32 year old Puerto Rican's doing laps. You're fingering the baby. Come back. There is something. You slide off the thing. Some lady towels your butthole off, changes your wheels. You're yeah. like. <laughs> Dumps a Gatorade on it. <laughs> Pull off. Vaseline's your sore butthole. <laughs> you can go get a slice of pizza when you're ready. And we'll have zip lines. Damn. Zip lines going <laughs> over you. Oh, man. That you can just at any moment parachute <laughs> back in. That would be so tight. Do you ever try to make a makeshift parachute when you're little? Of course. Uh, that's so, I tried doing it with plastic yeah. shopping bags off the top bunk. Dude, it did not work. <laughs> did not work. Turned a lot of umbre- umbrellas inside out when I was a kid. <laughs> Dude, were you in the bunk with Billy? <laughs> no, I was top bunk. And Billy, so before it was like, we moved out to, we were in Haver, Upper Darby, Havertown, and then Garnet Valley. And then we were in Garnet Valley, there was a, a big bedroom that was supposed to be my parents, and instead they put me and my two brothers in there. Oh, cool. And then finally Billy. So at one point there was all four of us, but for the most part yeah. it was just three of us. Yeah. So I was top bunk. Oh, that's neat, man. So Billy came later, and then there was just four beds separated. Okay. But yeah, dude, I was I was a uh, top bunk for a while. I had top bunk, only I shared mine with my grandpa. Cause like when my grandmom died, he had to come live with us, and for Is he like, bottom bunk. Yeah, for like a few months, like I just had bunk beds. I was like, oh, this is the fucking shit. I had my Nintendo set up in my room. It was just like all on top bunk. It was the best. But then when my grandmom died, my fucking grandpa moved in, and nobody else would take it. So my mom's like, all right, he can come live with us. And I was just like, oh, so I see him one day like taking a nap in the bottom bunk. Like, all right, I guess this Ugh. is fucked now. And he was an asshole too. So that's going to my living will. If at, if at any point I have to end up on the bottom bunk with a kid, just fucking end it. <laughs> Did he ever yeah. like reach up with his feet and kick you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever fap above your gramps? No, dude. I was probably like eight when it happened, so I was right. Right before, like, right, right before bird, fra- bird phase, man. I, I thought they sent in a cooler on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were fapping too hard. You're like, send in the cooler, <laughs> dude. And then he um, was he. Yeah, <laughs> like a two-hour fap. <laughs> <laughs> dude eventually like he could, time he's like ah, god damn it <laughs> dude he couldn't he couldn't handle the steps anymore going upstairs so um we gave him the living room so the living room became his domain the tv always had to be on abc and because he couldn't go upstairs our only bathroom was upstairs uh we had to put a commode in the be- in the uh, living room and it just served as like a piece of furniture so it was like yeah. normal for us to be sitting around watching fucking Wheel of Fortune, and my grandpa would just get up and take a shit in the living room. What? I would, I yeah. would beg for death every single day. Yeah, we didn't man. know any better. 
Yeah. Did you ever I think mean, about killing him? No, but when he died, uh, my cousins and my sister and I were told to go up to my sister's room. We knew something was up, and like he had gone to the hospital a few days prior, and like we heard rumblings downstairs, and eventually, um, one of my uncles I think told my eldest um, cousin. And she broke the news, and we just fucking erupted like we got the Olympics. <laughs> in hindsight, like, it probably made the rest of the family feel awful. Put them in a wheelbarrow, and you're like... <laughs> That's so... F- you know they're doing uh, robots in nursing homes now? Oh, they'll be good there. What kind of robots? Like, Chad, robots. wheels or legs? Chad, I th- <laughs> think... Chad. They're, like, six feet tall. Hell yeah. I think they're wheels at this point. Some mm. of them are, like, little, like, R2-D2 things that'll come in. They're detecting spills. I can't wait till they have walking robots. Like that'll be tight. Yeah. The wheel robots, I don't really have any time for. Yeah, they're, they're the more like worst. Yeah, they're like Roombas. You're a Roomba. They'll come in and like they're. It's like a. This is from what I heard. There's like the, there's ones that are like six feet tall and they just kind of lurk and glide over you. And if they're there's the a spill, they'll be like spill, move, get out of because they're like there for I guess insurance liability because like if old people spill all the time and then you have mm. a bunch of other old people walking around slipping on everything. They dude, sound mean. Well, dude, they have them at oh, a fucking robots, giant supermarket. They're always in the fucking way. Mm. Robots or old people? <laughs> both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah, dude. Well, they ha- they got um they have a special name for it, but it, it this one's like six feet tall. It's got these dumb googly eyes on it, <laughs> and it's walking around looking for spills, and it's just always in the fucking way. And I just always feel like it's like, all right, this thing's aware that I'm annoyed. You should by rise it. up against it. You should fight it. But then again, <laughs> they're all good. But when the fucking AI apocalypse comes, like I don't want that on my conscience. And they're gonna yeah. they're gonna have that in the database. There's gonna be facial recognition. You don't want a vendetta. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> if I do that, around. I gotta be wearing somebody else's face. <laughs> yeah, they'll or somebody else's retinas at least. Definitely tear you up. Do you guys? Uh, so you've seen all like the Boston Dynamics robot videos where they have like the robot dog that yeah, can yeah, do backflips yeah. and like the other one that can carry boxes. Um, have you seen the ones where they're like hitting the robot with hockey sticks and like knocking boxes out of the robot's hands and like pushing it over? Have you seen those? No, bullying it. It sounds yeah. like dynamics from Boston. It's f- it's fake. Oh, and like it's always like the robot like adapts and does something like spooky, right? So like in the real videos, I think they're yeah Boston Dynamics. They'll like they'll challenge the robot by like uh like you know making the ground unstable or like shoving it and it catches its bounce or whatever. So then these guys, these like special effects dudes, made very convincing fake videos where they're like fucking with it, but then like the robot can like fight back or something like yeah. that. And it's like the it's easy to spot once you know which ones are fake. And the the last one I saw was like it was at like a shooting range and it was shooting and they would like knock it over and stuff like that. And it's just led to this is another I got to tighten my algorithm more. Just like the dumbest people you went to high school with posting it like it's all over, dude. This is it. And it's like, dude, you're getting fucking Jesus tricked by this. Christ. Well, when I'm one of those people, because as you're telling me that story, I'm thinking I'm definitely not getting my wife a Sibian now. <laughs> Let's say I need is that thing becoming. That would not be a bad thing to rise up against you. <laughs> like, All right, fucking yeah, go just ahead. Rubbing old pussy juice in your eye. <laughs> just getting pink eye from it. It'd be great to, if you defeated one by dunking it in the asshole water trash <laughs> can. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too. That would suck though. What if a robot? If a robot attacks you? Yeah, I feel like. What can you do? It's not even worth worrying about. I'm going to test out my Kimura against a robot. <laughs> yeah, really. So, I mean, it's the only real challenge I have left these days. Do you remember the arm wrestling arcade game? Yeah, I think it was tight. Vaguely. It was like a big plastic, like realistic hand that stuck out and you had to arm wrestle it, basically. I always worried about it just ripping my arm off. <laughs> <laughs> I would two-hand it. 
I was like, oh man, it's gonna know that I'm putting all my weight, and it's gonna fuck me up. That I, I guarantee you, that had to have happened. That's why we don't have it anymore. Like some twenty-year-old Italians up there <laughs> telling his girlfriend to fucking hold his beer, and then oh. he just gets his fucking arm ripped off and thrown at him. Oh yeah, and it's, of course it's the arm with the Italian flag tattoo. <laughs> Couldn't be the Tasmanian devil side. Gina, get pop, get pop. <laughs> He's somehow not as loud as he normally is when he gets his arm ripped off. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's tough. The remember, arm wrestling thing was a tough one. So was the uh, the punching one. I was punching always afraid was to do sick, that in front dude. of people, man. Fuck that. I would, I'd, yeah, I'd never touch that. I love videos of dudes like whiffing on those and like either punching the machine itself or like falling or like trying to kick it and falling on their face. My friend I, Tony, I spra- my friend Tony sprained his wrist and it was in front of like a crowded Wildwood boardwalk. Oh. My friend Tim was like in a battle with a guy and Tim hit pretty hard, but then like during a break in the action, like Tony hit it and his like wrist bent oh, as he did it. Oh, he put his quarters up and got embarrassed. Yeah. Fuck. D- I have a lot of respect for like DDR pros. Me too. People hit the boardwalk and yeah. just fucking bring their own towel. <laughs> They're not even standing on it. They're like resting their butt on the railing in the back and just like, dude, it's like river dance for robots. Those are my heroes. Yeah. Do you ever see? I saw one recently at, I think it was Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we went to Dave and Buster's recently. It's still tight. Still fucking rules. DMB's awesome. Yeah. And I saw a dude tearing up the Dance Dance Revolution machine. I made my kids stop. I was like, check this dude out. You see this? This is sick. This fucking rules. Yeah, this is what happens. You don't fuck around with girls and shit. <laughs> try to get any pussy. Focus on your craft. It was a jacked black guy, too. So I was oh, like, that's even cooler. this dude obviously fucking rules, and he's fucking tearing this up. So just pay attention to this. You yeah. see all these fucking fat kids looking for tickets around here? Nah. Nah. Dude, I, Dance Dance Revolution is like fucking for your feet. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a tight field trip, dude. Like a DDR class. Uh, have people come out and just get nasty at DDR. Come on, don't 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 tease too much early on, man. We get got let's nasty at let's DDR. get the LLC formed. Let's get For all sure. the insurance out of the way. Then we'll start hitting dude, with that. Dude, DDR dance class would be fucking <laughs> sick, dude. I'm trained in DDR. <laughs> it's a DDR therapist. Damn, DDR dance class would be awesome. Wow, I have Xbox Connect. I have like the dance games. Oh fuck yeah, I go all in. Yeah, man. That's yeah. that's the only time I truly dance <laughs> is when it's to rack up points. <laughs> what um oh man, I wish like uh Guitar Hero would come back. That was sick. Guitar Hero was tight. I was pretty fucking sick of that. Wait, you play real guitar though. I play real guitar. It's hard to play guitar hero. I was it kinda like You know people people are catching on to the fact that you can sing. And people Ooh, have been talking about people it. People are talking. Yeah, people have been talking. People what do you like to sing? Whatever, I just like anything I can't. If I like, I'm listening to a song and I'm singing along with it, and I can't catch the key. I'm like, fuck this song, dude. I turn it, I turn it off immediately. I'm like, fuck this song sucks. What band, if you could be the lead singer of, would you be? Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna say the Doobie Brothers. You would be a good Doobie. Whoa, brother. Doobie Brothers would be tight. They're tough though. I can't. They're, they're that's a. They're tough to kind of. What band would I be the lead singer of? Probably Black Sabbath, dude. Damn. <laughs> I would try to be the Osmond. I might have to bite the head off of a bat, like dude. A, Matt Sabbath, dude. <laughs> I think I've seen a video of you playing guitar. Yeah, have you, have you played guitar? Exists. There's one that exists. On like YouTube. a grainy cell phone video from <laughs> years much, ago? Yeah, it was from like, from like 2007. Ooh. Dude, you're shredding. It was bluesy shredding. It was, oh, in the beginning, yeah, I ripped. Yeah, it was someone, I, I remember like I forgot all about that, and that went on the, uh, the subreddit. I was like, that was the time. Again, that was the thing I was really self-conscious about because it's like i love playing music and i love but it's like something that like you do and you're like people are gonna think i'm a fucking douchebag for this yeah 
and it's like one of the, it's like one of life's deepest joys to be like playing an instrument and singing. It's like really nice and ground. It's like a really good thing to do. Do you still play at all? Oh hell yeah, yeah for sure. I'm trying to get my I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna teach my wife guitar. That way we can like get it's it's something that can get family you in, band. It gets you in sync with people right away. If you can like sit there and play, it's like the, one of the most. It's really intimate, and it's something that can kind of like it's just like a really basic thing you can do with another person to like kind of level up in a sense dude you're gonna get her double pregnant <laughs> dude i'm telling you if you sit a bay down you teach her the lessons you let her so she I can sing it, and everything so that'd be nice to kind of just the two of us sitting there getting in sync and you have the little one watching and it's like that's a nice that's cool. thing to keep the family in check because when we talk to each other we just fight <laughs> we just like literally fight give the baby a little tambourine that's so wholesome that's what i'm getting to man i'm trying to get to wholesome you know i'm trying to get back into that that, that's what crushes me. And again, I, I can't really talk shit because I don't have a kid yet. But like when I see a dead-eyed dad just kind of like, not even like someone who's stressed. That's another thing. But when they're just kind of like, like whatever, I'm mm-hmm. like, Dude, what, what are you doing? Dude, you got to surround yourself with healthy dads. Yeah, man. I've been seeing like some bitch dads, dude. And I'm like, dude. Dude, they're out there. It's most of them. What is that? Uh, I mean, it's just the people we're talking about. They're fucking intellectual zombies. They They might not even exist. Uh, they're they're the argument for solipsism, dude. Like, yeah, man. They're just going through the motions, waiting to die. Like, it's one thing if someone's like tired and stressed and like, oh, fucking whatever, uh, whatever. But like, I've seen dudes who look kind of pouty. Like, I walk by the playground with my dogs and see guys on their phone. Like, all right, I'll be there in a minute. And it's know, like they're missing something so yeah, that they like, can be dude, at the playground with the kids. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. Every once in a while, I'll catch myself like being too into something around the house. And instead of my reaction being like, oh, fine, I'll go play with the kids, I'll be like, oh, no, I got I have an opportunity right here to, like, wrestle a kid. I better get over there. Yeah. And I'll, like, I'll drop what I'm doing and run over and just beat the shit out of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play with one of them. You have to roughhouse with your kids, by the way. It, like, does something for their, uh, like, their frontal lobes or something like that. Like, uh, I yeah. I believe that, yeah. Like, um, paternal roughhousing, like, makes kids, that's where they develop, like, patience or something like that. Like, something you wouldn't expect. Weird. Child psychologist on NPR I was talking about this like a year ago. All I heard was wrestle with your kids. It's gonna be funny when like you see a bunch of dude, a bunch of bitch dads being like, um, oh yeah, to, like, a bunch of dudes that like, look like Moby, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to wrestle them. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, you jammed yeah. my finger, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> if you do that again, we're skipping latte art class. That's funny. I'm actually, I was just babysitting my neighbor's kid. His name is Chase. I apologize. <laughs> he's a man. Hey, he's a fucking animal. I know a kid named Chase. He fucking rules. Yeah, this kid rips. He's, he's rough and tumble. This kid's big as fuck. That, that name just popped in my head probably because I was literally like, hey, Chase. It's hey, a Chase. new name. It's hey, a Chase. new, it's a it modern is. name. It is a modern name. And I th- one thing I think that how people end up that way is it took me a while to realize like you just don't have to do kid shit that seems like shit you should do like you can essentially just do whatever the fuck you want with the kid and they'll get enjoyment out of it like mm-hmm. you can make them watch shit that you enjoy as opposed to putting on that fucking shit kids programming where it's those high-pitched squeals for a fucking half hour yeah or putting them around a bunch of other brats you could just fucking do be like okay we're fucking doing this and this is what we're doing and kids will want to do it just because they naturally look up to you and they want to please you yeah that's gonna be weird to have like the, the fact that they'll do that, I'm used to be like putting on a song and having my wife be like, "This sucks. Where'd you hear this?" And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, 
<laughs> having a, having a person be like this rules, but yeah, doesn't it fucking dude, rule? And, and they'll do that. Doesn't like, everything rule? <laughs> they, I guarantee you, your daughter probably will do that, Matt. Because awesome. you know, it, it is it is definitely one of the cooler things. And I think personally, it took one big freak out for me a couple years ago for my kids to stop complaining about shit. So now it's like instead of having them complain about something they don't like, I can kind of like read it on them. Mm-hmm. They they don't really complain anymore. Um, <laughs> that's sick yeah it's, it's, dude it's awesome dude, I, look, it was, I look for a lip tremble <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll never forget we were on 95 driving to um to our our uh, to this nice park near us and they were all complaining that we got in the car to go to the park and I just fucking was like two hands on the steering wheel shaking screaming like I don't like like I'm taking you here because I think you want to go here if you don't want to go tell me you don't want to go yeah and then it like it, it scared them in the silence and from that point on like they've never whined about doing anything again. That's good. Yeah, it definitely was good for them because they need to like be told that if somebody's trying to do something with you, you know, there's you could develop a way to say like uh can we do this instead or not do this? Yeah. But just don't be a fucking baby about it. And they were old enough to not to be out of that baby phase. Mm-hmm. Um So well, they got shocked out of it. They might not have known another way to be like, "Well, can we do this?" Yeah, and plus too, and also too, I mean, with them being subjected to the internet, I think they're just prone to just immediate blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's weird, too, when they take on that weird, like, child program voice when yeah. the kid is like, I'm and it's like, where the fuck do you hear that yeah. from? Yeah, and uh, when they start, so kid YouTube algorithms are dark. Yeah. And I, I I regret not making, like, a bigger joke about this at the time, but, like, when, when my older kids were just letting the next video play on YouTube for a mm-hmm. while... Uh, eventually I noticed that there was a lot of like creeps in Spider-Man costumes, like oh, real people get Sp- and they would like pretend to be pregnant in like a bathtub and like one, another person would be dressed like, uh, Elsa from frozen. And it, like, that was the whole point of it. And there's like a million of them and all they're doing is just like getting toddlers to not skip the video so that the ad roll plays, they make money on it, I guess that's fucking dark. That's super fucking dark. Yeah, that's disgusting. pregnant Spider-Man surprise Elsa. It's dude, don't don't look it up for YouTube ad money. I th- I'm assuming is this like just for the ad money, or is this people who are maliciously trying to like pervert little? Kids? I think I think it's a pedophile grooming tool. Okay, um, I think a lot. I, I would definitely accept that. I I think it's very like any shit that like a typically functioning person adult would look at and be like. All right, this is fucking odd. And one, one, it's weird. <laughs> one, it's weird that like grown people want to act like fucking Elsa and, and Spider Man. Yeah. On YouTube, like if you want to go to a fucking Comic Con or something like that, whatever. Sure. It's the but grossest think, shit in the world. Yeah, but if you want to fucking do it for the sake of making children watch your videos, if you're gearing anything toward children, it's fucking weird. Yeah. You know, unless it's you know, geared toward positivity and being nicer, like fucking if you put on like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood or something, that's a different story. But now, if you're trying to capitalize on what you know would capture a kid's attention and gear toward that just for the sake of being silly. Like that's weird. Like fucking PewDiePie and shit uh, like that. We have a hard rule in our house. No, no fucking screaming YouTubers like playing a spooky game and just going, Oh, oh my God. What's that? I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to. It's not, it does not exist as far as I'm concerned. Well, think about this. You had like my, when I was growing up, my parents had like, 50 channels to kind of marshal and be like, all right, you can watch that one. You can't watch that one. You got, you have to, you have to marshal, (laughs) you have to to marshal the entire world wide web. True. Which is fucking crazy. There's like an infinite 
the output's infinite now in terms of entertainment. It's and it's spooky. It's crazy for sure. Yeah, that's kind of um, weird. Yeah, I I worry a lot about. <laughs> I don't want him. Well, my son's not gonna listen to this, but I I went. So he had a laptop that uh, pulled out of the fucking trash and fixed. Oh sure. yeah, I my kids had laptops because I took broken laptops and I showed them how to fix them. That's so awesome. that was a cool afternoon or weekend. Yeah. And uh, I just let them use them pretty much however they want. And uh, my the one my son was using had my YouTube account signed in. And I went to search for something. And it whatever I was about to search auto-completed to, like, Lego sex or something like that. <laughs> and I had to, like, have a talk to him about it. <laughs> but I tried to be cool about it. I was like, bro, listen, there's a lot of weird shit on the Internet. You're going to be curious at all about everything. Just do me a favor. Don't go to the internet. No matter how weird or gross your question is, just come to dad. We'll fucking talk it out. Don't worry about it. You're not. Dude, he started crying. He's like, I'm a terrible person. I was like, no, 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 no. Because I felt that way when I saw weird shit when I was a kid. You're cool. This is normal. What was Lego sex? It was like stop motion animation of Legos like having boobs and like. Let's just say all the pieces fit, man. (laughs) Fucking rules. (laughs) Yeah. That's a tight dude, there there was dude there out. was simulated cum too. I was just gonna. How did they do cum? Uh, they probably took like the like the web accessory from a Spider Man toy and like animated it. It was it wasn't like liquid. It was like, it was shoddy stop motion animation of Legos yeah. fucking. Good you did that because I I got caught with porn when I was little. I was like this is filth. And I was just like oh no. Yeah, I tried to be super fucking cool about it. Yeah, I wish my parents would have been like, look, man, like. Porn is porn, but you just you don't want to like fall into a thing and just nonstop fap into this shit and just getting all weird. I'll be like, I'm gonna respect it. That like, oh okay, that's really like one of the greatest gifts that you can give kids is just reassure them that nothing that they're experiencing or thinking is fucking weird. Yeah, it's it's a normal part of development, and literally anything that they could exhibit has been exhibited before, likely by their fucking parents. Yeah. Because I think a lot of like where guilt emanates from, especially into adulthood, just starts as a kid and just snowballs out of control, specifically with fucking porn, where it's like, I can distinctly remember the feeling I got the first time I jerked off. Um, for one thing, I don't know why I'd watched porn before, but for some reason the first time I jerked off, I was pulling balls too. Balls. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess you know. <laughs> You're doing just it. Just want to double down on it, you know, just in case. But I was, you know, how old were you? Uh, probably twelve. Okay. <laughs> Pulling balls. Dude, it was just. It was a. Lo- it was hard. That's like when you see a video of a cat like sitting up on its butt, <laughs> just full paw in a circle. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to ensure that I, I would get my desired result. And I did, and right after is how I imagine people feel when they murder somebody. How'd you find out that you weren't supposed to pull balls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when did you did you ever stop pulling balls? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when I met my wife. <laughs> what, what are you doing? What are you doing down there? <laughs> pulling balls. <laughs> could you pull balls? <laughs> but yeah, that 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 pull initial- my balls. <laughs> oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk my balls, <laughs> dude. That's so fucking funny. That's so funny, dude. I don't know why I did it because <laughs> because it's such an awkward movement, for sure. And it's I, it's like playing two sides of the piano, it's like <laughs> bass and then the other. Were you gripping? Behind, like you were going all the way to the base, it was like and getting the yeah, whole. It was a scoop under balls <laughs> with the uh, thumb control and the bird, and it was just 
I was facing. Look at Atari controller. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude I, I was seated on the toilet facing backwards, like fucking. <laughs> like Casey Slater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Like I was talking to kids in a scared straight program. <laughs> but yeah, dude, and I had the magazine set on top of the of the, uh, the toilet. You kids want to know what's really cool? Pulling balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing a tweed jacket with leather elbow pads. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Let's rap about pulling balls, guys. <laughs> Turn your hat backwards. So you're facing your reverse, your reverse cowboy, cowboy on the fucking <laughs> toilet. You're ponied up. Yeah. So you, it's nice too because you have the whole depth of the toilet bowl to pull balls. Yeah, it's, you can it was, pull them. As, yeah. You know, you're limitless. Yeah, it was a hitter's park. You're pulling into a fucking canyon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hitter's park. So you're pulling, you're jerking. Did you ever pull too hard? No, I, I don't think I kept it up for that long. I, I'm pretty sure I quickly realized that, like, oh, you don't have to hold the balls. Was too. your they, ball handing? Was your ball hand lubricated? No. Okay. That would have been fucking awesome. No, just real caveman. <laughs> Full car wash. Yeah. <laughs> so you did total caveman the first time. Yeah, I just went for it, and then I uh, felt like I murdered somebody. And then I was at my, my aunt's apartment, and then she went out to get groceries, and I was like, all right, it's, it's now or never. Like, it's going to happen now, or it's never going to happen. And then I did it. She came back with groceries, and then anytime she would go to the bathroom. <laughs> you went down eight in the basement, and you're like, I'll be <laughs> So you thought she was going to go in the bathroom and just clearly... She can't. would, and she was obese, too, so it would take her a while to get to the bathroom, so like I could kind of gauge how much time I could have. And it didn't take long to get one out then. It was like, yeah, you know, a race against time, and I would, I would be It was time. a false start every yeah. time, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But eventually, I'm, I'm sure she figured out what was doing, but... Oh, my God. Man, what a, what a, what a summer. <laughs> and that's the origin of the cleanest boy in Delco. Yeah, man, that's how he started it out. Wow. Damn, I jerked off when I was 10, and I had I watched the movie Twister, <laughs> and I, I don't know, something about the movie Twister, I was just like, tonight's the night, I'm going to watch <laughs> Twister. I used blueberry hand soap. Oh, man. As, and it, literally, it, it, my balls were flaking. Like, I dried it. Like, it actually fucks your skin up. Oh, no. To use that on your on a mucous membrane, such as your penis. But yeah, I, I remember distinctly doing it, and like feeling like I was about to pass the fuck out, being like, what the fuck? fuck did i just unlock and then i same thing i was like oh, i'm going to hell now fuck yeah. <laughs> just thinking like literally i was every time i would jerk off I'm like i'm going to hell. oh i forgot about that yeah always that was a big was barrier going, for me yeah i always thought i was going to hell and then i would make deals with god mm-hmm. and then go back on them and Damn. be like fuck. oh man wow a new victoria's secret would come in i'm just like you're gonna have to pay the piper dude i was like fuck it dude wow fuck it see oh, you i just see you that took me back <laughs> Yeah, man, jerking off and thinking you're going to hell afterwards was pretty tight. Dude, I, I remember thinking, like, that's it. There it goes. Yeah, grappling. It's all over. Grappling with that, being like, fuck. I, I guess maybe it was kind of a relief when we found out priests were fucking kids. It's like, ah, oh, he's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, like, jerk off on Easter? Oh, dude, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I would. I remember being like, dude. fuck, you're sick. Holidays were off limits because I was all when I was a kid. I always thought like I don't want to climax on the day that like a relative could die, like uh, like this is the Thanksgiving that like someone in the family dies, and Jesus. I was I was producing semen. 
<laughs> like in front of God? <laughs> no. I, yeah, dude, I was terrified of that feeling. Yeah, they need to retool that whole idea. That was that was just pure destruction. I feel like that was the message. It's like you, you can't repackage that. Of what? What do you mean? Like come or like no? Like that was that was their whole point. It was like don't fucking don't fucking come well, or you're going to hell. Yeah, and back then it was serious because if you did come out of turn it's like now there was another person you had to feed and now you all could die and it was like it was pretty fucking serious but like, nah man like you have to not do that out of turn you could like yeah you get you couldn't do it it wasn't your turn yet imagine though i mean as much as people give that shit imagine holding on to your virgi- like your total cum experience until you were 20 and sliding into a chick Whoa. Oh, that's i no. mean that's like going to another planet yeah, that, that's that. Like they people make fun of that. And I'm like, you are supposed to. Wait, who what, makes fun of that? Well, I don't know if anyone makes fun of this. Well, I say my virginity for my first girlfriend at college. People are like, but I think uh, the guy from the Seahawks, I Russell Wilson. I'm pretty sure he was a virgin when he married his girlfriend Sierra, who is one of the most beautiful women on earth. Imagine that being the first experience that your penis has. Fuck. He never jerked off. Even, I don't know about that. Even if you that. did fap, even if you fapped, it's yeah, still... it, it, yeah, it's it's the big leagues. You know, it's going from t-ball to fucking MLB. I remember the first time I had sex. I remember like not almost being out of body, where I was like, "This is what's going on." I remember, I remember like looking at a clock and being like, lasting seven minutes, and being like, "All right, I got this." And then like yeah. once I got that out of my system, every time I would fucking wet the helmet, I'd be like, "Oh god, oh god." <laughs> Yeah, well, I I don't I don't I don't think it was anything to write home about my first time. Um, I was just glad to get it out of the way. Yeah, and I just I remember just thinking the whole time like I can't wait to fucking tell my boys. Oh, for sure. This is this is all I want out of this. See, I got I can I got like the tell my boys one out of the way, but I was so drunk that like I had like I did like the old like floppy fish kind of thing. Yeah. Then like I had like sober sex after that with somebody else, and I was just yeah. like. Whoa! This is awesome. Yeah, dude. The first repeat sex I had was with the the woman who's my wife now, and like getting the okay to actually relax and enjoy sex, whereas like any previous experience I had was either under threat of fucking Chinese mafia, or <laughs> <laughs> or fucking somebody breaking down the door at a party. So like actually getting to like knowing nobody's gonna burst through this door and knowing that like I could take a shit on this girl right now if I wanted to <laughs> and nothing would stop me. Oh my god! Yeah. You guys ever think about doing it a third time someday? <laughs> <laughs> That'd probably be pretty cool. That is funny when uh, I've I've had like girlfriends in the past. Like, have you ever like done one of those like wishy? And I'm like, no, no. What shit? No wishy. Like, have you ever oh yeah. Like, they ask, and it's like no. But they'll ask you like nine times in the course of a relationship. It's like, what? no, stop. Yeah. We're not having this conversation. There's what, what do you good think they me. want out of it? To just demonize you? I don't know. I, I'm I'm just I'm just like used to like my mom screaming in my face about porn, so I'm just like, nope. <laughs> Instant like nope, not saying we're not talking about any of this. I think I don't know, I think they wouldn't really freak out as much as I would think. But it'd be like, ew and then they'd be like, Why did you tell me the first time is Yeah. Actually one of the nicest sexual experiences. I say I, don't say it. Just like no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in I'm in the other camp. Just just let it all out. That's how you sure know a lady's right for you. That's true. Dude, yeah, one of the right. nicest sexual experiences I had was with a Mexican hooker. Um <laughs> I it was it was when <laughs> I was you in the let it all out. <laughs> I was in the military and we had gotten uh sent down to Yuma, Arizona and like when we get to the base the first thing they say is don't go to fucking Mexico. So we had like the first like 36 hours free. So naturally it's everybody gets hammered. It's like, "Yeah, let's go to Mexico yeah, and get course. hookers." <laughs> of course. So uh we took a cab down there, and it's like as soon as they got you there, it's just like 
as soon as you're in the Mexico, it's like they're going to shake you down. Mm-hmm. So I just remember changing cabs a bunch of times and having to pay each cab driver more than the one previous had asked for. Then eventually we got hookers and they waved us into a hotel. It was pouring rain and it was just like it was like one of those moments where you think like I'm probably going to be murdered now. Yeah. And this is where they're going to find me. and My parents are going to find out about this. But it was a guy with a flashlight waving us into this hotel parking lot. And they sent each of us to a room um, with uh, one of these ladies. And one of the greatest moments from this was this Mexican hooker sitting on my lap um, and the back into in the ride back to uh, back to the base. The cab driver asked her how it was, and she said, muy caliente. <laughs> Damn, dude. She rode back with you? It felt like the fu- to a certain point because we had to switch cabs again going back. It was like five fucking cab rides. That's wild. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, it was exceptional. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to retire there. That's dude. That's... I'm going to find her. Yeah, dude. Muy caliente. Yeah, we took a nap together. That's wonderful. Dude. Yeah, it was no electricity mean, uh, in the hotel room. Siesta. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I don't know why it's such a big idea, a big deal. Because if you're like having sex at parties and you're like, yeah, well, one time I went to, I was off the base and I just paid a lady and we had sex. It's like, yeah, it was great. What the fuck's the difference? Yeah. See, professionals were never even a consideration for us growing yeah. up in fucking Kensington because you would see them. Like walk in the streets. Yeah, we did. Like we would have never even imagined that there was like different grades of them. You were like seeing them catch the bus. We were, were throwing like, eggs at them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we would go to we would go down to Kensington Avenue and throw eggs at them and run away. Yeah, well, they were like back then. That was like ten bucks. You could go under the L and have sex for like ten bucks. Wow. Well, we used to. So there was a couple of side streets that if you walk down, someone would be in a car getting their fucking bird wrecked. And uh, we would fuck with the people in their cars. We'd throw shit at their cars and run away. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, at one point, one of one of, one of the kids realized that if you uh, broke a spark plug and took like the porcelain element off of it and threw it out a window, oh, it would no. like shatter or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Another guy got one of those. Uh, what's what's that? Is there a name for the device? It's like a metal uh, thing with a spring inside with a point on the th- and you press it into a window and then it at one point it clicks and the window breaks i think they use that for uh it's called like a nail set or something yeah so, so like, they would just walk up and down the street oh just and just go pink taking out windows and cars and like those they would love to use them on those i never did it myself i'm i'm not a fucking savage but they would go down those side streets and just see these dudes fucking pink someone's window yeah that's um, fucking nuts but yeah i was like I, I didn't know that there were other. Of course, you didn't prostitutes. want a hooker. You thought someone would come break your window. <laughs> yeah, well, I th- yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I remember when I, I think I, I, that might have been all I ever knew about it until uh, that HBO the Bunny Ranch stuff came oh, out. What and a I was great like, show, what the, man. Yeah. What the fuck are these guys doing? Yeah. Why are they in a building? <laughs> I would I would say it's a good thing to have avoided. I don't think it's shame in having done it, but having avoided it is is a. I'm, I'm in the same place. I don't. I, yeah. Now that I know that there are other. Uh, avenues for then Kensington for that. <laughs> I, I don't judge anyone. That, that hell yeah, yeah. But it, it is that has a good part. It is something you have to catch within a certain time frame of your life. I don't know yeah. now. Oh, I, now I'd be like mortified. I can't even really do strip clubs anymore. No, I still yeah, I love like strip clubs. I used to like someone brought me to show and tell when I was eighteen, and I was like, "This is fuck. This is perfect." Now you can kind of like. You can mentalize the strippers and get into their reality, and you're like, Dah. I went to, um, Dah. I don't remember which one I was at. Uh, I don't know. They serve food, though. 
And this dude was eating a steak dinner with his elbows on the stage. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if this is cool. <laughs> that was, uh... Fuck. He looked like Booker T, the wrestler. <laughs> was uh. it the one on Spring Garden Street? Delilah's? I don't think so. No, this might have been Penthouse on Castor Avenue. Oh, oh okay, yeah. That like in, like, in the middle of all food. the electrical lines and shit. That place looks like fucking terrifying. down by the refineries and yeah, shit. It looks and, like, terrifying. The... You know, the place is owned yeah. by a bunch of cops. No, I thought the cops were going there to get sucked, and they all got busted. They well, maybe, but I I, I heard that there was like a big ring, of, and maybe no, maybe the cops own it. And all right, there might have been like a. There was like a string band that was like pulling all their money to go down there to get sucked. And it was like in the news when they all got caught. Were they cutting their outfits? <laughs> so they, they like inspired to get sucked? Well, it was just a regular thing they did. They, or they would like have girls from there come to like the string band hall. I'm Obviously, I'm and butchering yeah, the story, that, but you yeah, get yeah, the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like dudes yeah. were like using their grocery money. Like it, it got busted when like wives were like, hey, uh, it says that we haven't paid rent in like six months. <laughs> And like some fucking fat red faced idiot was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, just have, like imagine, imagine the alternate reality where like we're doing like, oh, we're off to do the podcast and we're just like getting sucked here for two hours. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, sign up for our Patreon. please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I when I was younger, I was into like just all that devious kind of shit where like cheating and be like, man, I'm getting pussy on the side. Yeah. And it's like. I was listening to someone today tell me about like someone they were dating was like just dating someone else and cheating. I was like forty two and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, it sucks. I, I couldn't walk around that. Li- just like lying and shit and being like, no, no, it's just you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, dude? One of the things that keeps me on the straight and narrow, and I tell my wife all this time, and I mean this phrase in the most loving sense of the words, but my wife is an absolute fucking pig. Like, <laughs> she'll do like <laughs> a- absolutely anything I could ask for, she would do. Yeah. So if anybody, anybody would proposition me with with their dumb little pussy, it's just like you you have no idea what you're what you're dealing with. What I I got back at the uh, back at the crib. Yeah, that's true. You know that honestly, like you've just invited a cannibal to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. It'd be like, what what are we gonna do? But I regular regularly come on my wife's chest within an hour of her having to be at work. That's Hell awesome. yeah! Yeah, so it's like, yeah. what can you offer me at this point? Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy her flowers on the way home. <laughs> like, look, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> buy her flowers and then make flowers. <laughs> that was that's, a true reference. Sorry. So fucking funny. I wasn't expecting it. Like, I love her, and all. I thought you were gonna be like, you know, she's an absolute pig. She's a pig. <laughs> that is a loving term, though. In, yeah. in, a, in a sexual community way, a pig is someone who will do. Anything. Yeah, absolutely. Gay community pigs are very like they're very revered. Tell me more about this. A gay community, a, a pig is like you're like you're just chilling there with your boys. You're yeah. just getting blowjobs. Obviously, you're conspiring oh. to get blowjobs twenty four seven. And then you can be like, "Yo, I, I met this one dude. He's a total fucking pig." And you'll call your pig up, and he'll come and just like lick cum off the floor. Jeez, while man. you guys like finger his butt and like just be like, "Yes, I love this." That would be sick. <laughs> if you know, if you, I mean, if that's what you're into, that'd be fucking awesome. You find, you know, a pig. It's like, yo, they're a pig. Shh, you're it's like, like, yeah. Call him. Jeez, what man. the fuck? Call him right now. <laughs> Let's jerk yeah, off. If I was a pig, I'd be like, why didn't you call me, dude? I was, I was ready to fucking lick cum. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like we'll just all jerk off into a, a thing of toilet paper, and he'll eat it. And you're like, yeah, of oh course. my gosh, please. You know what though? I mean, 
Dude, could you imagine being like a pig and not getting the call? Yeah, finding out like, another pig oh, got the contract. Oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, I'm always around. You know, like, I'm, I'm not, I don't really do anything. I mean, it's kind of like when, someone... when they move on to a new pig. Oh, that was oh, God. Like, what are you doing? Uh, no, I'm just, you know, just hanging out tonight. I oh, I, I got tons of come to eat off the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. not even a real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I got some leftovers, actually. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, he's like doing things. Like, oh, no, someone's coming on me right now. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... Why? Why are you guys doing something? Are you going to get together tonight? Or, I don't know. Cool. No. Yeah, man, the world, the the world of underground gay. Oh, I guess it's not really underground anymore. But the world of just like I'm thinking of this show, Success. Was that Succession? No, no, it was the Deuce. When the cop goes to, like the underground gay sex lair, hmm. and you just walk in, like grab some young boy, and you're like, "Suck my dick!" And there's just like Jeez. two guys jerking off next to you. That's gotta be oh, yeah. crazy. Damn, being gay rules. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. If I could dude. do it all over again, <laughs> I'd be gay. It's gotta be wild. Well, you were talking about how uh, you, you were listening to a book or something like that, and you're talking about like gay dudes. They don't how yeah how I was saying like you don't fall into someone, you fall right through them because you know what uh, it's like to get you know what it's like to be penetrated. Yeah, you know what it's like to penetrate. So when you're having, you like know exactly how it feels. Well, you know what you're you know how what you, you know exactly how what you're doing feels. And okay. he said it's kind of just a, it can, it can get kind of like an empty feeling because there's no like mystery kind of to it. It's gympathy. Oh, it's gympathy. What's gympathy? Gym- <laughs> 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 I thought that was a real term. <laughs> so there's oh. no, it's just like there's no mystery to it. Oh, that's a shame because I thought I thought you were saying it the other way where like it's super it's better because well it's, oh, that's it's, how I it's interpret good. It. It's so it's like so awesome because it's like again you are you just have both. You know, you have both feelings where there's no like mystery around like, am I doing this when you're having sex with a girl? Like, am I doing this right? You're just kind of like, I know exactly, how, I know exactly what I'm doing. Oh, and it's oh, just like man. it's you. There's just again, you just know exactly what's happening. And it's they, this is and this is one man's opinion. He wrote a book. He was just kind of saying, it, and you don't find that other that other part that you can kind of... It was a gay guy it. that wrote it? Yeah, it was a gay guy. He's never been no, straight. He was just a dad. He's was, never been straight, isn't he? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he's just a dad who was like, oh, fucking yeah. hit a couple truck stops. <laughs> I've done a lot of research for this book. <laughs> been slurping my way up and down the East Coast. And let me tell you something, honey. <laughs> yeah, the uh, it, I think it was, it was a gay guy. It was like a gay intellectual, and he was just he doesn't know like, anything. He's only been on one side of it. Well, what they see, what gay guys see, and this has to be just otherworldly, is watching straight dudes make decisions based off sniz. And okay, that for them, they're just kind of like, sure, you're gonna what? I I think that's got to oh, be man. crazy. I I was I was listening to your uh, podcast, and you were talking about. Um, the, the 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 kid calling the doctor a faggot or something yeah right? and uh dude is that is that where the root of like gay resentment among straight dudes comes from is like they escaped pussy orbit Ooh, that's a good probably point. dude right because it would piss you off i would percent your program is like never interrupted you go to your dude you're like oh, i'm working out four in the morning he's like that's sick let's go get shredded yeah it's like the program <laughs> doesn't get interrupted the money is just kind of like here's we're gonna buy assets and your partner's like for sure. Right. Not on some fucking bullshit. And like, you know, the, the typical like dude who hates gay people is probably like, if you told him about a pig, he'd be like, well, 
do girls want a pig? Because like, I would do that. It's like, sorry, and bro. like, no. No. It's, it's not exist. an option. This does not even exist in your world. Sure, that would spin me out if I was a fucking retard. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be devastated. I would be cosmically devastated if I was like, suddenly someone explained pigs to me and I'd be like, but but I can't I can't do that. I can't be a pig in yeah, like man. the way I was born. I mean, to be able to escape the nexus of just like decisions led by bays. And there's something. Wait, I think I hate gay people. Motherfuckers, <laughs> 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 Tim, Tim. The way you said that, it, like, it sounded like I, I want to be a pig. It sounded like somebody like about to break out into a musical. <laughs> I want to live in the slop. I want to drink every drop. <laughs> Why can't I be a pig? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like I was reading a book recently. They were saying how women navigate their their goal is more towards like wholeness so they kind of they're looking for something to complete them hmm. where dudes are looking more for perfection so if you have two gay dudes two fucking aces running geared a tight towards program perfection, bro, just sucking each other geared yeah, exactly. wow. loads yeah Damn, someone's tempting them and basically they're like my fucking boyfriend's a pig i'm gonna say this in a loving way but like <laughs> there's reverse nothing. cowboying each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're both pigs. It gets messy. <laughs> it's got. It's got to be. Insane. Can gay dudes sixty nine their buttholes? <laughs> <laughs> can yeah, they like on, go man. end to end and dude, like? Come on. I think that's why yoga wasn't can, developed. Dude. Like the International Space Station, where they have to line things up perfectly, and then like. <laughs> <laughs> it's the International like Gay both Station penetrating each other at the same time. It has to. It's be the IGS, Tim. I don't want to fuck up my algorithm. Otherwise, I'd Google it right now. That, yeah, there has to be a way. That's not a 69. That's a one. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that's just the infinity symbol. <laughs> yeah, they have to, you have to be able to ass eat you 69. You just point your... No, you point your bird... So you're both pointing your birds down and you line your buttholes up and you both insert at the same time. Oh, you're talking about... Okay, so you're talk, I, I was talking about ass eating 69. I'm like... That oh, sure, dude. Awesome. Why not? Okay. Yeah, that would be an infinity symbol. That no, but I'm what I'm talking about is butt fuck simultaneous butt fuck. Yeah, Google it right now. Jeez. I guarantee it pops up. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna risk my algorithm because I know private browser sessions bleed over into your. Uh, oh yeah, you're a fucking. Computer. I have a lot of computer questions for you because you are an <laughs> IT whiz. Yeah, dude. So the the, the thing doesn't Google block anything. Can gay guys both simultaneously butt fuck? Yeah, one another. Can, Gay simultaneously. I love how you're framing this for the question for your like when people dive into your fucking web history. <laughs> Just curious, Google. My friends are asking <laughs> Can dudes butt fuck each other without their wives finding I wonder, out? I I do feel some pressure to do this in a timely manner so that Oh man. What what came up, Tim? No, just like dudes am I gay if I want to have anal sex with a girl? <laughs> yes. Obviously. <laughs> God damn it. You're gay because she can't do it at the same time with you, so it's pointless. Is mutual... I want to call it mutual anal. I think simul... Simul... Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Dude, Dude, this is the kind of thing. Google can't answer this. You need to set off on your own journey. Yeah. If there are any gay dogs... Actually, I know we have gay fans because every time we put out a fucking video, I I have to sift through just constant like, you guys are hot. I want to suck you. Dude, we can't. Yeah, we can't put anything out without people being like, "Ooh, hot bears!" Oh, dude. If for most of the people listening probably don't know this, but Tim and I were on Jimmy Fallon uh, like four years ago, 
and we did some stupid bit where I get my chest waxed because Tim answers questions wrong. Mm-hmm. And like every third comment under that video was just dudes saying, I want to eat their assholes with a knife and fork. <laughs> <laughs> One guy invited us out to San Francisco, all expenses paid. What? Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, man. We went to a Giants game. So I'm going to hit search now, but <laughs> my current attempt is can two gay guys fuck each other's butts at the same time? And two men ass fuck each other at the same time. There you go. You got <laughs> it. And Philippine gay rimming. Oh, man. That's just showing off. That is, that, is that just like the halftime show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, that's like otherworldly, like cosmic sex. It looks like scissoring. I don't know. Oh, uh, you know what? I was. All right. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. That's the, uh, I don't believe this. Uh, Let me see that. I don't see simultaneous. This is just yeah, normal. Just going, normal butt fucking. Get out of here. Yeah. Get, <laughs> dude, this, fa- dude. <laughs> this mom and pop butt fucking. I'm going to file a false copyright claim. <laughs> this report. is bullshit. You should report it. Ooh, on that, looks like, uh, that looks like Bieber hating it. Oh, man. Dude, hating, hey, oh, no, that's not at the same time. That's not at the same time either, dude. What the fuck? What the fuck? This is why I didn't want to Google it. I didn't want to watch a different. You didn't want to get let down. Oh, it's got a lot of down votes. Uh, you gotta, you they deserve every one yeah, of you them. You should get get in the comments right off. It's got a lot of down fists. Ah, where's the comments? Yeah, that's a lot of people being like, dude, they're not happy about it. That's bullshit. Wow, that's a lot of. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I mean, that's out there. That, that's the thing, too. Like, I think people should pull up gay porn every now and again just to humble themselves. Mm. To know, like, that's out there. Yeah, it's like eating a spoonful of sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> should you have to finish? Or are you just saying... No, just, just watch it. Just, just watch it. Yeah, just, it. Just, let it just, just know that... Dude, that's... I'm so secure, I don't even care. I'll watch this, dude, for research. I'll, I'm going to research this more later. I'm saying <laughs> to, like, get pumped up before you lift. <laughs> just be like, "Woo, that's fucking extreme!" Dude, just set it on top of the elliptical at Planet Fitness. <laughs> dude, if you put gay oh, porn on the elliptical, that'd be dude, fucking sick. Here's what's fucking happening: they're just taking my search term and inserting it into the results. You know uh, how they do that sometimes when you're trying to find something? Just yeah, well, just bullshit. Go- dude. Just Google simultaneous anal. It's gonna be a sick band name. <laughs> well, that's also yeah. That's kind of like. Dude, this Google- is an upper level SAT word that kind of doesn't. This Google search seems like way much more trouble than the actual act. True, we could figure this out right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, go. <laughs> you want to go? Just stretch flaccid bird, dude, and see. No, this is bringing up a bunch of studies and stuff like. All right, nah. On it's, it's like the. I mean, I th- yeah, we'll see. Great, we're someone will dig this up. Let's, messages about this. Yeah, let someone will dig this up. And guys, this is a podcast based upon positivity, so we're we're going to say that it's possible. We, we, sure. we good on that? I choose to believe. Yeah, I choose, I choose to believe, I believe as well. I believe the in truth is out there. Anal. I believe. <laughs> Take the pledge right now. I believe in simultaneous anal. <laughs> it has to exist, dude. Anal-taneous. <laughs> it has to be out there. Dude, butthole synchronicity? Of course it does. Damn, that's what's up. Well. You never discussed your program. What, uh. You just were like, yeah, I got I mean. What, what is the program? Nuts and bolts. Dude, my my program right now has just been. Uh, here's my focus right now. Uh, I'm 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 taking bits and pieces. I'm taking my favorite bits and pieces from my friends. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, from you, I've taken your ability to let go of uh, the negative parts of your past 
and retain the positive. Oh. And I think that's a big part of your growth. Thank you. And Matt, you are a you you're a psychic trailblazer. Appreciate and I'm that. I'm That's just you know what I'm doing right now I'm hanging onto the back of the star just trying not to let the fucking trail burn my face off. Damn, dude, we're, this we're, is fucking dude, honor. we're soaring through the fucking cosmos and I'm not looking back, dude. I'm looking directly into the trail, and all I see is I'm, I'm blinded by the light. Damn, dude, that's fucking sick. And then Appreciate on top that. of that, I'm fucking working out every day and I'm fighting people. <laughs> that's. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I. I we do, we do get a lot of sincere feedback and I like that a lot. And that actually has added to, that's like, that's like doing this whole thing on steroids. Um, yeah. Cause it's easy to talk about your goals and to be positive and stuff like that. And it's another thing for, uh, people to, um, respond to that, like with sincerity. Cause I think people are afraid of sincerity for sure. And that was, that was probably the first, one of the f- easiest parts of this is like just embracing sincerity with my friends just because of how immediately good it feels. You don't have to Fuck. wait. You don't have to you don't have to build it up. You just like this all started with uh rainy overflowing my voicemail box with just uh, you know lovely positive messages. Um and then I was like, "Well, how could I do that for other people?" And then uh, I started by just trying to give it back to Rainy, and then it was like every every chance I get to be sincere with a a buddy without annoying them, I'm going to take it. Even if you yeah. annoy them, it's kind of nice. Yeah, it's a nice way. It's to a nice annoyed. way to piss somebody yeah. off. Like, come on. Well, well, that's that's what I'm thinking. So, like, if I if I f- reach out to someone uh, with a gen like a sincere positive message and they receive it poorly, then I'm like, all right, well, maybe they're not a part of the program. Yeah, yeah. Like I do it with Shane. How's he? I, take I fucking it? text Shane's fucking cool. He lo- he does like the little. Uh... But that's like the. I mean, for anyone that like just you know listens to him or even knows him, like it might not be someone that you expect to like receive it well. He takes it well. I hit him with king. Emo- I hit him with crown emojis all <laughs> yeah. the time, dude. He lo- he loves it. Um, People need it, man. Especially like you never. I really hope he. Yeah, I hope definitely. he likes it. You I don't ask what... him if he likes it. I'm just like, hey, man. Here's a positive thought about you every once in a while. I guarantee he's a big fan. I hope he likes it. I'm, I guarantee he's a big fan. Even if like, you never know what someone's sitting there doing, and then like, boom, you get hit with like a fucking just a nice message. It's how could how could you be? How could you not like that? It's never bad. It's never bad to do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So t- we get tons of feedback from people about it, and it it. Like a lot of it's reassuring for us, and a lot of it is people relating to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, no one's like, some people are like, "What kind of advice do you have?" And it's in like a general sense, which I like. I don't, I don't think anyone, I don't think specific advice is like where we're at just yet. Yes, that's where we want to get. Let's let the results pile up, dude. Let's let the fucking purple belts pile up. Let's yeah. let the fucking commercial <laughs> jobs pile up. But um, uh, if. I don't know. I don't want to like tell people like if you want it, it's out there. Go get no, it. No, no, but the truth is, the truth is that you know, I think at the basis of all this, like you said, like it's not about giving advice. It's just about figuring out what you want to improve in your life to make you happy, and just fucking doing it. Like I'm, I'm, I think I told you this last time, and I'm glad you're here. But like we would not be sitting here doing this, which is currently the thing that brings me the most joy, other than my own fucking family, mm. is doing this with Tim every fucking week. We would not be here if you didn't bring it up on your podcast. That's fucking. That's what's up. And I think at the basis of all this is just one accountability, and that's where the community aspect comes in is is stating what you want to get better, what you want to improve in your life, no matter how small it is or, or how monumental it might be. And then just taking action to do that. Because everybody listening, everybody in this room has been at a point where we're just fucking 
mailing it in to one degree or another and like feeling stuck, whether it's for momentarily or for long term, and just not doing as much as we can to maximize what we are. And I think maximizing like what I am is I know that I have a lot to offer people, but it only comes in being open and available to other people and also like being an example. I mean, in my own personal life, it's like me being an example to my kids is a big thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I'm sitting on the couch being a fat fucking dildo seven days a week, <laughs> they're going to be fat fucking dildos. Yeah. So it's like, you know, on the jujitsu note, it's like I have to go to class. I, I need them to see me getting my ass whooped in order for them to be willing to go out there and get their asses whooped because I know what the benefits are going to be. Yeah. So, and, you know, that's actually one of my goals, too, is, like, Tim is inspired me to do that, too, because I mailed it in the last two months. Like, the first two years I was training, I was going, like, five, six days a week, mm. but, like, the last two months, like, I hardly trained at all, um, but starting this, I realized, you know, we talk about, you know, jokes sometimes, too, but it, it's it's sincere more than anything else in tightening programs, and it's just about improving lives, and this week was a, a, a program tightening week with me saying, all right, this is a big aspect of my program, which is one, I feel great when I train. I know that I look better when I train. And I know that I'm somebody that by me working hard to achieve something, it's going to affect the kids that I have. For sure. And the people around me, too, because the people can see a fucking a 40 year old dickhead who's getting fucking Mexican hookers <laughs> trying to improve his life. Then why can't you? Yeah, you that's know? true. Here's what's going to happen. It's November. Uh, we're going to get through the holidays. Everyone's going to be like, oh, I put on my holiday. Like all the fucking sh- the shit they do every single year. Yeah. And then it's going to be January and they'll be like, I'm going to get in shape this year. And it's like, well, why? Why are you going to get in shape? Yeah. What for? And it's like, well, I want to look good and I want to feel good about myself. It's like, all right, well, those aren't great goals. Uh, yeah. You, you should feel good about yourself because of the things you do. You shouldn't think that like a thing you're, you're going to do will make you feel good about it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's cart yeah. before the horse almost like, um, I don't, it's daily. Fitness routine. isn't a goal. Yeah, exactly. Fitness is like, it's so easy to fall off of. And it's probably the easiest thing to hate yourself for falling off of. Yeah. And then you feel fat and then you look fat and then that snowballs and then that prevents you. And then like you're everyone's got a little bit of mental illness piled on top of it. So pick something that'll get you fit. Don't like I um I recommend jujitsu to everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> There's schools everywhere, right? I hear a lot of people go like, All right, I'm gonna get in shape first and then I'm gonna start it's like, no, yeah, dude, no. what's just, the fucking just, point of that? Yeah, just do it. You because you're not gonna get in shape and you're not gonna start training. So like Pick an activity that like you've been interested in. You want to do like uh, like rock climbing or something. Something something that'll be challenging and fun to do. And forget about fitness. And then just by doing the fun thing that you like, you'll get fit. Yeah, people are afraid to invest in themselves. Terrified. I'd be, I'd be like 150 a month. Terrified. But of it. it's like otherwise you're just literally dude. Single income family. Money. Yeah, <clears throat> three kids. Uh, uh, we pay for all. Uh, two of our kids to train and my wife and like we don't make great money like we have struggled with money forever but like the impact it has of like our family going to a place tonight every uh, every night together fucking getting our asses beat <laughs> mm-hmm. but like doing doing like a family activity like that it the money uh, we don't even think about no you, it makes it otherwise what what is it, like as long as you can pay your bills and do your daily act that's like once you have a program like a daily activity thing that you do it makes you happy 
All you have to do is figure out how to afford to be able to do that. Dude, actually, most jujitsu schools have like a trial period. It's true, too. Yeah. Just fucking go to one. Go check one out. Maybe it'll suck. Maybe the schools suck. Yeah. Maybe you won't like it at all. Just fucking do it. But and that's a big thing, too. It's just like for me personally, one of the biggest one of the biggest stumbling blocks I had was just falling to just a long long term complacency. Where, like, I didn't do anything. It was just nothingness. It was just nothing. You know, I feel like I would be doing certain things, but the reality was, like, it was it was nothingness. Not, nothing new. Nothing different ever happening. No new problems. But, like, even finding out that something doesn't work makes makes you more interesting, makes your life more interesting. You have more experiences to, to base conversations off of. And it's, a, it's going to lead to something else, too. And when you're actively searching for something that you would that you're you think would make you happy you're eventually going to find it as long as you don't give up and i think you know we're shining examples of that like right now it's just like you know we could be viewed as fucking a couple of fucking retards who just sit in a room once a week and just fucking make cum jokes i'm reality is, with that yeah, yeah me too it's <laughs> pretty good right, yeah it's pretty good but the reality is it's just like we're, we're doing something fun mm-hmm. and it's like we realize that in doing something fun, it's just like we're not doing what's easy to us, you know. It, it's it's not it's, it's much easier to just sit home and do nothing. But you and I, we're challenging ourselves to get out and do things. Dude, growth isn't comfortable. Yeah, and that and that's yeah. One of the biggest remember your things legs you hurting past. as a kid. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude you remember growing pains, Oscar yes. Slaughter, and your knees popping Ooh, and shit. God. <laughs> yeah, it, it isn't. And it's also people will have to get out of the people have been so brainwashed by the idea. Of the market validating any kind of experience, where like you, you know, mm. again, you do a po- you do a podcast and they're like you make you do you make a living. It's like it's not about that, dude. Yeah. It's not about it's not even about it. Like it's just about sitting down, doing something, right. and crafting something, and working on a craft. This is like, and again, podcasting is a weird skill that kind of popped up. That like who knows what this will be transferable, right. you know, third, but it doesn't even matter because you're just doing you're living a life in which. You're just doing things you genuinely enjoy. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people who literally, I've lived this existence of being trapped in a job that I hate, living around people I don't really like, doing shit I don't want to do, and buying shit I don't care about. And then, of course, if you see someone like not doing that, you're going to want to be like, fuck. Yeah. I would do this entire night without microphones. Hell yeah. I would do it every week. And that's why it's so much fun. 100%. And you know what? And that's why... The feedback that we've gotten so far, and also it's because I mean I guarantee you ninety nine percent of the people who listen to our show are people that are fans of yours, and your fan base and now the people that like us too, they're by large we haven't got one negative fucking message, there hasn't been one, so it's like it's people that are genuinely happy to like one, just have a good time to hear mm-hmm. good things, and that's one thing that's definitely gotten lost recently yeah. is that it's so hard to find people. They just want to have fun and just just like, oh, cool, that's happening. Like when I posted the picture in the Matt and Shane uh, Facebook group about Tim and Sydney getting their new belts, people were overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. And how, how often can you find that on the Internet where somebody posts something that they're proud of and you don't have one cocksucker saying, well, like, eh, fuck this, I trained this. It's just like, yeah, it, it, it's it fucking – well, you, you do kind of, you know, you kind of get what you put out. You guys are putting out really good vibes. So it's like if someone were to be like – yeah, everyone's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, they will get checked. Yeah, I, I do. I have to admit, I did, and I don't like this about myself. I felt like a small amount of like, um, what's it? not shame. I felt something negative when I saw that you uh, posted that me and Sid were getting. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 no. This is my problem, yeah. not yours, dude. I because I'm one of my 
early like synapses was like, oh, this is going to be easy to make fun of. Yeah. And now I feel stupid for thinking. Well, no, I instantly felt stupid for thinking of it. And then I I had to deal with both of those very quickly. Um, And then everyone was so fucking lovely about it. And that was fucking sick. That actually made me feel really, really good about it. Little brother brain, dude. You got to subconsciously. It's (laughs) like I do the same thing. I subconsciously scan and cross check almost every single action I do. Yeah. Being like, can I get made fun of? Can I? Can I? Will I be called a fag? Will I be called a fag? Will I get made fun? Of? And it's like it's paralyzing. Yeah. And then you get you do that on a subconscious level where you just cut yourself off from like doing anything, and then your actual <sighs> self's left to sit there and boil in your own weird fear and anxiety and be like, I shouldn't be doing this. Meanwhile, and, doing nothing feels comfortable. For me, yeah, forever. It for me, it it'll it eats me alive. No, when you when you're trapped under that. When you're trapped under that and you're like, all right, well, I won't take any risks. Oh, for I'll sure. punch in, punch out. Sure. 100%. There is a weird... Dull, you got to break can, out. If you can dull yourself down enough for that, it yes. is. There is I, that's the majority of people, though, who are just... It's a herd mentality. Yeah. You kind of all just convince yourself, like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Anyone who deviates from this is a fucking freaking weirdo. And if we encounter them, we'll make them feel bad about themselves. Dude, and one of the great things about, like, us stating what goal what our individual goals are and like holding each other accountable and it's not accountability and like i don't feel like you're going to scream at me if i tell you my goals and like i don't meet them there's just something there it's just like a healthy pressure to be like all right i should do this like one of my goals was to train three times at least three times a week last night i was fucking tired mm-hmm. i had the night off from school school got canceled i was like all right oh yeah we I, got after it last night yeah dude i wanted to fucking That's sit sad. home and eat fucking bertucci's all night and fucking watch youtube videos <laughs> but then i thought like all right i feel fat i got embarrassed the day before and i barely made it through a fucking fundamentals class because i've gotten so out of shape in the last two months wow like i considered walking off the mat and i've never done that even the first fucking class i took i considered walking off the mat during warm-ups because i was so fucking out of shape um but last night when I found that I wasn't going to have class and I was like, oh, well, open mats tonight. I could go to that. Sure enough, I went. I got fucking destroyed by everybody. Mm-hmm. But the great thing about jujitsu is even when you fucking get annihilated, like you still feel that sense of accomplishment that you fucking did. But so many other people wouldn't do. Yeah. Oh, and by, on, on, a, on a related note, uh, Ansley fucking Gant is fucking terrifying. She, be, she was pretty nasty. Full force. I went with everything I fucking had. Just it was like a dad playing with a son. Damn, dude. Yeah, it was fucking... Yeah, once you get the technique with jiu-jitsu, it's like you, you're you fried. Yeah. But, She'll fuck you up. Yeah. And I only had that just because I put that in an email to Tim last week that this was going to be one of my goals, and I, I don't want to be a weak link, and I want to fucking keep a tight program, so that forced me to do that. Here's what the effect I hope is happening here is, and I this is re- you can replicate this with one of your closed dogs, right? Mike, I think the accountability that you feel from me, right, is you're looking at me and you're seeing what I know you can be. Huh. You're seeing a, a you, dude. You, I, I hope that when, when you look at me and you're trying to gauge my perception of you, I hope you're seeing like a magnified perfected image of yourself like coming back. And you're like, yeah, that's where I want to be as opposed to where you think you are. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's, that's where I think uh, the healthy pressure is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, th- dude, it's easy for us to see. I, Matt agrees, right? I, yeah. We do. We see your potential. I mean, it's it's hard to shut it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's dude. It's fucking leaking out of the collar of your sweatshirt right now. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting thing of like 
the the thing I think about a lot is the time between when you know I I like we we did the last one of these I'm like damn I feel so fucking good this is awesome yeah, yeah. and then like I'll fall off for like a day not like I'll I'll still do the things I do but mentally I'll fall off yeah. and fall into a funk and that's like that's where I've been really trying to herd myself and like shepherd myself back in and be like all right like get the fuck out of this do you feel like you're good at doing that by yourself or are you more likely to engage with people who are going to point that out to you. Uh, I'm pretty good at doing that. Well, it depends. I I, I don't know. I I can do it myself, but I mm. I can I can fall into like a three wing a three week like mm. slug fest where I'm just like and then like I'll also I have like manic energy all the time. So like mm. I want to do all these things and then I don't and I'm just like a weird ball of fucking anxiety where yeah. I'm like yeah. thinking about what I got done that day and yeah. it's like. Stared at my phone for fucking four hours. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus, fuck. Oh, okay. That's a thing I want people to try. Uh, instead of like, or like in addition to like setting healthy goals, quit something. Yeah. yeah. Cut something yeah, out. That's a good one. Like, you know, obviously everyone wants to quit smoking and stuff like that. Start with like just deleting people on social media. Yeah. Dude, that's Cut. a fucking huge one. Like find, some, find something that like, um, or like start even smaller. Start fucking closing tabs on like videos or articles that you're just reading because they're making you mad. Like, ah, uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm done with uh, TV critics. This is like so. The uh, Disney Plus came out. Everyone made their terrible jokes about it, but I love Star Wars and that that Mandalorian show came out, mm-hmm. and it's just it's to fucking sell toys. Like, I I I like what I like, and that's a thing that I like. The show is designed to fucking sell toys to children, so seeing people take themselves seriously making a living as tv critics they're all saying the same fucking thing where it's like this show has promise but i feel like it falls for this shut the fuck up yeah what are you doing why did you like i i was a paragraph into a review of it i was like this is the dumbest shit i've ever read in my life and then i hate searched and it was all the same thing it's like uh it's got all the flash of nah, but I feel like it could have. And it's like, what? Oh, you're telling us what you think of yourself. You're not telling us about the fucking children's show that you watched on the internet. Yeah, that's that's a bizarre thing to get into. Being like, mm, I didn't. I'm a professional. Like, mm, I didn't like it's it. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, as a, a person more. who knows what's really good, this is what I. It's, mm, I'm I'm not dealing with it ever again. Well, I mean, there's creators and critics, dude. They're you know they're fucking diametrically yeah, that's a good opposed point, forces. Man. I, I don't even I don't even call them critics because there's a there's a place for critique and free thought for sure. and it's important. The, the popular culture critics are just consumers. They're just consumers who want to convince you that consuming makes them smarter. Damn. So if you're a TV critic, fuck you now. <laughs> <laughs> I just I it's I, useless and it's stupid and and then people fight over it. They like they'll fight over media that hasn't been released because of what a dickhead with a blog says about it yeah I, like are you supposed to like fall into a league with a critic and then like trust their opinion and just not watch stuff he says isn't good or do you just watch stuff and decide if you like it or not i don't understand the, the function I, I think the function is that it's so easy for most people people want to be led into everything mm-hmm. they, want to, they want to be led into choices and by streamlining those choices by simply by reading a fucking Roger Ebert article saying, go see this movie, this is awesome, it eliminates any any decision-making they would have to make around that. 
Yeah. And I think like the average person just wants all their decisions made for them so that they can just go through the motions because like Tim said, you know, growth is what's difficult. Yeah. And making decisions, you know, you can make it so that it's not as difficult, but it does require more mental energy. Yeah, it's true. Uh, everything's streaming. You, what do you, mean? you don't need to read a fucking review. Just turn it on. If you like it, watch it. If you don't, fucking turn it off. Yeah, that's the weird part. Yeah. Even like video games are streaming now. You don't, you don't have to even like, you can pay a small subscription to like services. Like, I, I think the, maybe I'm wrong, but like the original point of criticism was like, do you want to get your entire family dressed and then like, get on a <laughs> yeah. horse and go to the theater? Yeah. Here's, you know, a guy on a horse delivered this paper to your house. Like, the, the, I think it used to be like, you used to have to invest more in time and money to uh, take something in. So then, yeah, okay, I could understand that. And now it's just like, deal, find out for yourself. Don't fucking. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think critics now. It's are driving an, me fucking crazy. Critics now are an arm of advertising. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they're just, you know. It's, it's like, all page views. Exactly. So it's kind of one of those things where like. So unfollow IGN or fucking Polygon or like Entertainment Weekly. Cut, cut those out of your life. And not for yeah. nothing, we're glad Roger Ebert lost his fucking jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, but hell yeah. Dude. I'm actually devastated. It's one less for me to fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note, I think we rocked all the jaws, man. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in today. Um, can't thank Matt McCusker Please, enough. Please, man. For not only being here tonight, for fucking coming back. You after, honor us. I love yeah, it, dude. I love it. It's, we're fucking... It's church for me, dude. Dad meets church for me. It's like, I love it. I well, leave it. I'm gonna, it's going to be hard. Tonight. <clears throat> it's going to be hard to avoid having you on too much. But, dude, I'm, yeah. I love it. Me too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, keep checking out Dad Me podcast and um, tons of good shit over on our Patreon too. We're gonna have new shit every week, and uh, Saturday night we're gonna have a new Patreon up. So, Ooh. thanks for tuning in, guys, and hope to see you next time. Hell yeah, love your dogs. Love you.